Yeah, I think your mic is definitely working. Oh yeah, my mic jumping off the chops, son. <laughs> you want to start it? Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Welcome to another episode Kiki. of Fire and Ice. Uh, boot up. That's what we're listening to. Um, anyway, um, the remix. No, we're listening to the original. What's, I was better. Feelings. Boot up. The remix. I'm boot up. Or um, that Drake song, Kiki. I don't know the name of it now. Yeah, I think it's called All of My Feelings. In my feelings. Yes. Yeah. It should be called Kiki now, but go ahead. <laughs> what's better? What's better? Yeah. It's a tie that both lose. Welcome to Jesus Fire and Christ. Ice. Welcome to Fire and Ice, another episode. I am Carlton with the Heat. I'm main with the cool. And we have a special guest here with us. He it's Kiki. Is, oh, no. Well, you tried it. <laughs> <laughs> no. We have comedian Cedric. You don't yes. get me in trouble this time. Because last time I said it was a full government name. One time, something oh, yeah. was on, and he fussed at me. Oh, wow. Oh, no. I felt like I was child. I was child. one of his children. I was like, <laughs> Sorry. Nah, man, you, you use the full government then. You know, all the ramifications, all the old bill collectors start coming through. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on the door, Sears Roebuck come through here. Oh, you know, yeah, you don't want that Sally Mae before she became Navient. She pull up. <laughs> yeah, Sally mm-hmm. definitely for me too. So, so, yeah, so on this show, since we're elements, we got to give him an element. Cause we had Kendra Element last time. Okay. We didn't get Sonya Element when she was on here. She was cool. She was she was me. She was cool. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't really. Oh, see, but but right. see, but he needs an element. So, element. so we got to pick a side. It's either fire, ice, or no, you, no, you pick your own thing. It could be water, wind. Oh, this is Captain. Earth. I came on the Captain, Captain Planet. Planet show. Yeah, I love that show. <laughs> yeah, so they need to do a movie. Yeah, I got uh, I got a homeboy, man. He, he I call him Captain Planet because he don't want nobody littering. I, every time I get in his car, I throw trash out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Daryl Jackson, man. That's my homie, man. We throwing our governments now, though, huh? Right. Yeah, that's how we do it. I thought his government. His wife worked for the government. Well, if, y'all, if, if, if they don't, if they don't know by now, this is a comedian. Right. Definitely. Um, Definitely. I'm pretty sure he made you laugh by now. But what element should we choose? I don't know. Like, what, what, what element would a comedian have? Okay. Let's see. Would it be wind? I don't know. No, nah, I, I thought Kendall's wind. Kendall's wind. Wouldn't you air or something like that? Oh, okay. Once you take it, you own it. Then. So I think so. I don't think you should give. I think that's a little disrespectful. How many elements are there? There's a lot. I haven't been to school in a while, so I don't know. I don't and know. Science was not my favorite subject. I'm pretty sure this is science. Mm. Is dirt an element? That's funny. That's I mean, <laughs> sand, dirt. No, I don't think so. But uh, you can be that. Whatever you nah, want to be, man. I mean, you know, let me think about it, it, man. You know, there's so many things like water. You know what I'm saying? Water. 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 Yeah, water. Okay. I like water, but wind is cool. Dude. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> rain. Oh, hey, lightning the element? You can be lightning. Lightning, baby. That's okay. it. I always so, wonder. Today we are on fire, ice, and lightning. Fire, ice, and lightning. That's that what it is. is. Man, that sounds like a sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not, I'm not gonna. That's the second time you're gonna hear in a reference to something like that. I said my phone vibrating. He was like, "Hey, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be specific." Fire, you say, ice and lightning. <laughs> Cacao. Right, so what's been candy. going on with you, sir? Man, not much, man. Just grinding, man. Working, uh, trying to keep everything in the road, man. Just uh, keeping my foot on everybody's neck, man. Just constantly working, grinding. Um, I'm hosting over at Joker's Comedy Club at the Private Eye. We have okay. shows every weekend. Um, doing uh, other things, man. Uh, stage plays, uh, web series. When people call me back, um, they write. People scripts. call you back. That's, well, that's, 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 yeah. that's Wait a minute. No. no, you don't get called back from web series. Let's go. Let's uh, let's go here. We're going. You don't get you don't yeah. get called back from web series. Going? Oh yeah, yeah. I get called back. I'm just saying. Yeah, eventually I get called back. Because I'm trying to be. Shady. Yeah, because I seen you on the web series and you did a real good job. He's trying I mean, to be shady. I appreciate that. You did too, man. Thank He's you, man. Trying to be shady. Yeah, I, I know. First of all, hold on. Before we before we go there, <laughs> because we have what we we have 
audiences in North Carolina as well. Can you mm-hmm. get the address to, to the comedy club? Because people. Oh, are, definitely, definitely. It's a uh, twenty five oh seven Thomas Lane, Augusta, Georgia right. three oh nine oh six. So if you are in the Charlotte area and if you want to come on down to Augusta and come see Sir Cedric, you can come oh, yeah. see him. Come check me out by yeah. all means, please. Now let's get to this shadiness because that's what that was. <laughs> um, let's be clear. We ain't mm-hmm. even been here five minutes in. Yeah, we are not, not even. Not even. But so this is what happened. Okay, I messaged Cedric. This is when I used to have my show, Carlton Says Live. That's how. That's when I first met Cedric, and he was a guest on there. And you know, I um, we came Facebook friends. You know how you do. You meet somebody, you come Facebook friends, blah blah blah. Sometimes, yeah. So then, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Um. So then, I had a show I was gonna do, and I was like, Ace says you want to be in it because he had he had expressed interest. In acting, I was like, okay, everybody does that, but you know, we'll see what happens. Mm. So, um, <laughs> everybody does that. So I'm let's just, see what happens. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, when I, I I put it out there, we're supposed to do the project. We was gearing gearing up and stuff, but to me, I wasn't ready to do the project. I because the project was black and blue. It's about police brutality and stuff like that. And I really wanted to be. It was a serious project for me, and I really wanted to be great. I didn't want to be like just. An indie type thing, which I'm cool with all the web series that I do. I'm proud of them, but I really this one I really wanted to be like, all right, we got to be the cameras, the gotcha. light, and all this other budget and everything. So, coincidentally, so Cedric had fell to the wayside because that was the project that he was going to be a part of. And then at Dope Spit, mind you, so Cedric decides to do a two minute <laughs> act about me. I heard this. I heard this story. Now, I, mean, uh, I, heard this I was part like, now. okay. <laughs> I don't know about this guy, but whatever. Um, I mean, I laughed. You know, it was funny. <laughs> If the joke is funny, it's funny. Well, this, oh, yeah. And that's the so, good thing about him because you had another guy do that before, do that to you, try to go be funny. See, he, he tried it, and then he, he wasn't really. He was. He wasn't yeah, Cedric. He wasn't. No, he wasn't Cedric. He wasn't funny. <laughs> so I had to cut him at his kneecap. Oh yeah. Now so, if, if if I do say something about somebody, I do want to keep it good natured so we can both laugh about it, man. I'm not. Yeah, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't no issue. Nah, nah, I was just playing. I, I was cool yeah. with. It. I, I did. I did. Ha- I did say yeah, I did owe him because I literally was like, yeah, I do. So, but anyway, that's how. That's <laughs> sound how like you forgot. It's yeah, you sound like you yeah, forgot. You know, I did. I did a little bit, and then yeah. brother, I mean, you kind of, you kind of, brother you, came along. That's a better busy, role though. Man. Like the role he was gonna have on Black and Blue was like really small. It was literally gonna be like three or four lines. Oh yeah, and yeah. then he, I'm, I'm used to that, man. When you're a comedian, you get chumped off, and you get like the the little weak roles, or you know, listen, man, we just want you to come in on this one part, be and you just make everybody laugh, <laughs> and then we just gonna go on with the rest of the series, just forget about you. Wow. That's what they do most of the times. And I get offers for like stage plays. And, Is that hard and, though? And like they expect you to come and just bring funny. Like just come, be funny, and leave. You know what? That's actually not hard. Uh, clocking in at a job every day. Following rules and regulations, that's hard. <laughs> you know, responsibility, paying bills on time when they come, when you're supposed to. That's hard, but now, you that's know, like a choice. Yeah, yeah. The, the funny, the funny part is, is, is pretty natural, man. It, it flows, so it's uh, it, it's pretty easy, and it just, you know, I know it's God's plan because it just keeps happening. So I already warned him that season three is going to be um a little crazy for him. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I think he needed a bigger role. It, oh yeah, yeah. It, it is. It already is. Um, so, oh yeah. This, the good thing about the role he played, and like that, that was just it was more serious. <laughs> That's how you gotta say, it. oh yeah. It seemed more serious. I, I already seen him like do do um you know, pretty much stand up stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it seemed more serious. And I was like, he, he played it good. Like normally you you got some art, some uh, comedians that only can do funny stuff like right. that. They don't yeah. look. Right, even time to do something serious. Yeah, right. Um, and he did it well to me. So that's. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad you brought that up, Mike Epps. Come on, segue. Okay, so um, <laughs> segue because 
me and Kendra had this conversation yesterday about we. I think we've had this conversation before too about, about Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish about how people like they get in roles, but people the reason why people don't really like them as actors because they see them and not the character. Mm-hmm. A lot of people mm-hmm. say Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart they're just being themselves, and they're not really. You, you don't see the character when you see okay, them on the screen okay, or yeah. whatever. So, so Cedric, mm-hmm. bringing over to you since you are a comedian extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. And you know Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish are comedians. How do you feel about those two? Um, I feel like you have to strike while the iron's hot in this business. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the demand is up, I feel like you have to put yourself out there on a whole nother level. I think when, once once Kevin Hart did Soul Plane, that put him in another realm. It put him in. It gave him an opportunity to go to the upper echelon of comedy. Mm-hmm. And I think he he hustled and he worked it. I mean, he is in has been in everything the past. He surpassed Jerry Seinfeld as a top paid comedian. Jerry Seinfeld was a top paid comedian for like twenty five years straight, I hands did, down. I just watched the Seinfeld special yeah. last night. I got it in, in the yeah. TV and he, right now. He he worked his way. He surpassed him. I mean. Do I think there are other people funnier than Kevin Hart? Yeah, I think it's a good bit of comedians. Oh, we can have this conversation. Yeah, we but, can have it now. But um, as far as like his is his ethics and his uh, his hard work and pushing himself, I don't think nobody in the game is pushing himself the way Kevin Hart has pushed himself. Uh, he went past uh, selling out shows. He went to arenas, and tours. To movies and he's dominated everything. And now Tiffany Haddish, I think Tiffany, because what you don't know about a comedian is, before you see them, they probably been doing comedy fifteen years already. Mm. Before you, before they get to the national scene. Mm. And I think, uh, I think Girl Trip really, really blew her up and gave her an opportunity to take things to the next level. And I think she's she's killing it right now. Um, it's not a lot of versatility in her roles per se. It's kind of like the same kind of character, kind of loud, boisterous, kind of you know yeah, attitude, course, yeah. you know. But she's I agree with that. She's working it. She's working it. I mean, I, I don't got no problem with nobody. If they getting there, and they making it. I ain't, I ain't got no problem with it as long as they they working and getting there honestly. And I think it's just it's just their time. Yeah. Now, do you? Because a lot of people say Kevin Hart is overrated. How do you feel about that statement? Ooh, that's tough. That's tough to say. That's a lot. That's but, a lot of people. A lot of people say that. I want to ask a joint question so I could pick, but you can answer both at the same time, right? Uh-huh. He's, that, that's an actual question. Um, people, that's some people say. But I want to ask the question too. As a comedian, when you do critique another comedian, like, is it ever good to do that? Like, cause I seem like whenever a comedian critiques another comedian and say something like that. Oh yeah. Even yeah. if that's your true feeling, it look it looks as if you hating because you may yeah. not be on that level yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it does. It's uh, uh the lines get kind of skewed. But do I think Kevin Hart is overrated? Uh, no. Do I think there are everybody has their own different kind of funny? Mm-hmm. Um, what's funny to you know to your demographic? Some people are demographic funny people. They can only be funny for a certain crowd. Some people are uh, you know funny for everybody for the masses. Some people you know some people just do hood comedy. Mm-hmm. And uh, but this brother here, I mean, he is a Worldwide uh, superstar now. I can't call him overrated because he's accomplished too much. But I do. I see comedians all the time, and I think there are a lot of people who are just as funny, if not funnier, than him. I think the difference, and you mentioned, like I think it's the hustle. I think Kevin yeah, Hart. Grind, Kevin man. Hart is always you always working, in something. Always I mean, working on something. I sat there at the movies one time, and I was watching preview. I forgot what I went to see. 
but it was like five previews with Kevin Hart in them. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, if I can't get away from Kevin Rock, Kevin Hart in The Rock, it's like you can't go to the movies no more. Yeah, you better make it an animated character. But you mentioned like striking while the iron hot, right? But mm-hmm. it, now, could you also it, it, while doing that? Because I was like, his iron been hot for a long time. Mm. Oh yeah. Could you yeah. could you also like oversaturate people with seeing you? Like, you do think that it could be a situation where they seen you two months, or now you're just starting to get annoyed, I guess, or something like that. Like, uh, uh, I think fans be fickle sometimes. So, like, oh, they, yeah. they like That's you. That's true. They just don't want to see you all the time, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and then, like, you got to look at it, too. Um, he's transformed himself so many times. I mean, not only is he, you know, all over the country, you know, world tours and television shows and movies. I mean, nobody has done all of them at the same time. He's probably the only person that's done all of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, he, he can't miss, man. I ain't, I ain't mad at him. He, he's getting it in, you know. So, um, speaking of getting mad and beast, you didn't speak on beast, but we're going to go there. <laughs> what do you feel about, how do you feel about uh, comedian beefs? Because it seems like, we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about it nationally, we're going to talk about yeah. it locally. Because... Okay. Um, nationally wise, I think I think everything reflects. I think stuff that's happened nationally obviously happened here on the whole front as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course Mike Epps and Kevin Hart always get into it about something. Yeah. Um, then you got Michael Blackson always jumping in doing something or whatever. Then you got yeah. Gary Owens always. <laughs> you know, it's just a whole bunch. It seems like it's a, a a comedy beef every week. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about those? Like um. also too to piggyback, a lot of people say. That comedy beats are intentional and fake as well. Yes, I think so. They are, yeah, elaborate I think, on that. If that's true. I think a lot of the comedy beats uh, with some of the people that you named were all kind of staged. Uh, I think all those people are pretty good friends, and they know uh, it's all about about internet followers getting people to look. Mm. And uh, you know, because Michael Blackson is a master at that, he'll jump in on something that's going on, and he'll make a video about it, and you know, he'll go back and forth with different people. Um, Gary owns another one too. Real, real funny guy. Uh, they keep it comical. It's never anything malicious or slanderous. Now, some people that really don't like each other, and I've known of instances where some fisticuffs have been handed out. Mm. Uh, but no, I think those guys do it for the uh, for for the for the for the internet, man. For the for the followers, for the ratings, to get people talking. Because you know, people only talk about stuff about it two or three days. Right. Then they That's move social, to yeah. something else. It might even be a couple hours. But for those couple hours, if you can, you know, I mean, the internet is so big now with social media, you got to have a social media following. Right. Anything you can do, I mean, a promoter would much rather see how many followers you got than hear 30 seconds of your set mm. or see if you're really funny. So, and when those guys can do that and they got, you know, they're all over the country traveling. It gets the it gets the juices flowing, so people check it out. You know what's so great about having Cedric here? You know all the stuff we've been talking about about comedians. We can ask yeah, him because yeah. I want to go. I want to go here real <laughs> and quick. That's, what, and that's why talk, I have to have to write nothing down. Right? Because we talked okay. about wanting to see somebody. Would you go see Monique? I would. Okay. I've seen Monique before. Okay. Um, yeah, I would. I would definitely go see. Monique. How much would you? Now I'm, I'm gonna ask a real question. Go ahead, hit it. How much are you willing to pay to go see Monique? You, they say the tickets at hundred dollars. Are you buying those? Hundred dollars. Oof. And it's, it's, it's a little well, different though Because he's a comedian too So like Even yeah. though he, he Now you we, know what it's, this I'm is just curious of his answers <laughs> And we And, and I've, I've been on shows With Carlton before He His disdain for Monique Is just we, Yeah we mentioned that Before he came in the door I'm not gonna lie Before he came in the door I mean door, I talked about it Right yeah, before he came like, in Monique Monique I mean I don't have, but, let's, be, let's be clear I don't have a disdain uh-huh. For her 
I just, I just didn't like the way she how she went about it. And ain't nobody about to get for, ain't nobody about to boycott Netflix for you, girl. You don't dislike Monique. Yeah, love nah, Netflix. Nah, you know what? I, uh, I don't love, love Netflix. Anyway. I, mean, I like yeah. the Parkers. I watch yeah. Parkers. The re- I watch the reruns every day. Yeah, I don't, I don't really think, uh, I don't really think boycotting Netflix was going to be the answer to solving the situation. Um, I think Monique personally has some uh, problems with people in Hollywood, and I think she's got a fix some things there before she can actually um, move. Yeah, before she can move on. Because you, you go to different levels. You start out in comedy. Uh, then you go you regional. Then you move up to, you know, being uh, southeastern or, you know, kind of territorial. Then you move to coast to coast. Then you're national. Mm-hmm. And then uh, eventually you look to being worldwide. You look to get into movies. Mm-hmm. She broke into the movies. Mm-hmm. She was there. And she had some success in the movies and television. And um, I think once, uh, I think she crossed some people or got in in the hands of some very important people. And I think that set it back. Anytime you win, uh, because she won the Academy Award, right? Right. Anytime you, especially as a black person, you win an Academy Award, that's supposed to catapult you to the next level. Because you got to look at it. Cats like Denzel, Tom Cruise, even though they're older, they're still getting... 20, 30 million of film. Mm-hmm. All right, you know how long it's gonna take to do that on the road doing comedy? And Monique is very, she's still selling out all over the country. She's still, but people don't people don't see that. All they see is like, oh, where you was at? You was in the movie. She gotta what show us, man. She huh? she ain't even like, I, like she might be selling my just that yeah. like with social media now. Like I feel like you could you can post that. Like you can post yeah. a video I'm like, yeah, I got sold out show. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't I mean, know they sold out but it, I guess and then like talk for, about for, it. for for the heart for the older um, comedians and entertainers, they're not on social media as much as the younger people are. And that's something, you know, that they have to change or we have to change. I know I ain't on social media like yeah, that. Yeah, we spoke about that last week too, off air, but I'm yeah, going to get into that. I want to get that later on me so I asked him questions yeah, about like, like personally. Uh, yeah, man, you look at those young guys, man. That's how they, that's how they, they constantly pulling out the phone, pulling out the phone, pulling out the phone. Older people, they, they settle. That's a young person, that's a young person's yeah. first mindset. It man, is. Even anything, a fight, it is. shooting. It is fire. They Pull the phone like, out. They yeah, don't care right. what it is. Pull the f- man. I watched the clip today. Dude had a seizure on a bench right there, and he falls out and has a seizure. He has throw up like all over his face, and they're recording instead of calling the paramedics. It's about that footage, man. Trying to get yeah, TMZ involved. And yeah, that, that's what it is, man. And um, she probably, it's probably some things that she could do better as a uh, you know as an entertainer. But she's had a long run, a great run of success. And, but entertainment is a what have you done for me lately kind of business. Absolutely. So when when it comes to that, I you know what I would have liked to see her have done was uh, negotiated a little bit of a higher price for herself, put the special out, kind of reinvent yourself, give somebody, give people something fresh to look at, mm. then come back to them again and do another special after that. That makes if you look sense, at it, man. If you look at it, that's what Dave Chappelle did. Dave Chappelle right. sat on the shelf for a long time. Stuff that he released was from years ago. Yeah. Hey, he got Netflix. booed a lot too before he actually got that money back. Like he got mm-hmm. booed at some shows. Like it, just, yeah. it took a minute. He worked out. Yeah, it did, man. Because I mean, it was a lot of controversy surrounding, uh, you know, what he went through, and then he disappeared and went to Africa. A lot of strange stuff happened. Yeah, and he, you know, he took off, but he came back like a champ, and you know, he stood his ground. And then it's a demand for him. I mean, people still watch the Chappelle Show. Um, yeah, I still watch. I love them reruns, man. I would say. And I don't think it's a gender thing. Uh, I I think it's more of a, 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 a the people 
how he left and how she might have left the comedic game was just yeah. different. I he mean, left, people wanted more. Like when she left, she just did her own thing. It wasn't like we was wanted more. It's just she mm-hmm. always been funny. So yeah. everything. It's not like she never left to us. Dave, you didn't see him at all. You know what I'm saying? Nah, he was Dave, pretty much Dave, just. Dave had right. to get up out. He did pop ups. But yeah. I will say, I don't want to get away from you. You didn't answer the question, though. I'm sorry. What was the question? Uh, uh, would I you pay $100 to see Monique? I was, <laughs> would I pay $100? Yeah, yes, I, I, I would. On, I would me I was, I was doing this for a minute. Me, too, like, me personally. Me, now, me personally, I would I would pay $100 to see Monique. And if I was saying, see, it's different to ask him. But it's like, nah, for might you might want to connect. You might meet up. You know, who knows what happened backstage? You might get to see, or you a comedian. If I if I, pay, but, I, I, mean, I, I love know, I, like, I, well, I, I love the art of comedy itself, man. I love it when people can come in and just give their different point of views on things and 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 drive people crazy, man. Just the simplest things that they can take. And when you watch a a real comedian, when you watch them come in and do their thing, man, it's it's a beautiful thing, man. They walk you walk into a room, hundreds thousands of people with all their problems and issues, and then they came in got dressed up to the nines. And you live up to that expectation. You give them exactly what they're looking for. And the way they work the crowd, man, moving around the stage. I love everything about the comedy game. He has so many great sound bites. Because I have a question off of what you just said. So, define a mm-hmm. real comedian. Damn. A real comedian. Wow. A real comedian yeah. is oh, a person. <laughs> a real comedian is someone that can come in and give their take on uh, different things. And make it funny. Um, it does not necessarily. Uh, some comedians are great at telling stories. You have great some great storytelling comedians. Mm. Some comedians tell things from their personal experience. Um, I know myself and a lot of other comedians. We talk about real life stuff, stuff that people can relate to. Um, you and I may listen to a song together. Mm. You may just hear the song. I hear something totally different. It takes me somewhere else. So what I got to do now? I got to take you to where I went, so you can see what I see. Mm. So that a comedian is a um, a funny person, but they're also a master manipulator. They manipulating everything to make it funny. Mm. Well, I have a follow up question. I asked something similar, not the same thing, and I think it'll be a different answer. Mm-hmm. Now, he asked what a comedian is, right? But I want to ask to you personally, right? Mm-hmm. What is comedy to you? Oh man, comedy is is my lifeblood, man. It's a uh, it's a breath of fresh air. It's refreshing because anytime you Going through something, everybody goes through it. You know, you got problems, issues. You might have your lights can be getting cut off tomorrow, but if you hear something funny, it's so powerful, man. It takes over that moment for a couple of moments. It's euphoric, man. It can take you out of whatever you're going through. Now your lights gonna be off tomorrow, <laughs> but, <laughs> but for that moment, man, it takes you away from everything. It's it's so nostalgic, man. That's what uh that's what it is to me. So you describe different levels, I guess, of the the comedy game. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Uh oh yeah, I'm still chitlin' circuit, baby. I'm still at the bottom. I don't think uh, so. But. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a <laughs> right now at the bottom, bro. Yeah, but. right now, right now, I'm a I'm a regional comedian. Um, my, all of my work has been done in uh, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, a little bit in Florida and uh, Pennsylvania. Right now, mm-hmm. um, so I'm looking to to stretch that out so I can become a, a national act. I really want to quit my job and do this like every day, earn income, <laughs> sizable income from this. You know, I would love to just be a traveling comedian. If I could be a traveling comedian for a little while before I, you know, meet Tyler Perry and get in that big movie and um, something like that happen. Huh? God's plan. God's plan. That's it. Now, now Tyler, listen, it's just gonna be. It's going to be straight. Now, ain't going to be no nothing else, man. It's just going to be straight. <laughs> the script. Now, we're going to keep it on the script. 
Ain't nobody finna Harvey Weinstein me. Ain't nobody. No, nah, ain't gonna be no Terry <laughs> Crews. I just want the script, oh, man. Oh my I'm, god. I'm glad I just said that. Just on topic. Oh my god. I wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to ask you about that, right? Now, uh-huh. the reason why I bring it up because I wrote something down. And I wrote uh, sensitive, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> With the social media and just the, today's society being so sensitive, is it hard for comedians to really do their work? You have Dave Chappelle getting questioned about his saying stuff about the LBGT community or something uh-huh. like that. Or, oh, no, nah, nah, the LBGT. Or Lil, Lil Duval last year yeah. at the club. They, they strong now. You got to be careful uh, how you how you approach them. Now, comedians are normally. You don't think should be exempt from stuff like that, though? I think they should. I think they should. And I think a lot of them, a lot of them don't care. A lot of them take the chances. I mean, we, we take our shots. We talk about a lot of current event stuff. We talk about a lot of, because see, the LBGT thing is really big because, why 25, 30 years ago, it wasn't a big LBGT movement like this. We knew who the gay people was, but we'd be like, oh, that's so-and-so. He gay. We whispered about it. Now he he on Front Street. Now he marching. They holding hands and everything, you know. And now it's it's like real. Yeah. It's like real. You really have to. There's no way that you can get around it now. You really have to address it in some way, form, or fashion. Whether it's, you know, you talking to your kids about it. Whether it's uh, how you deal with it in the workplace, you know, church folk, they still, you know, church folks still church folk. But, you know, you got, you know, you got a couple of tambourine players in there. Things get a little bit different. It's a little bit that the atmosphere changes. So what are we going to do? We're going to act like we don't see it. Or, but it's to the point now where strength is in numbers. Now, when you say something about them. Um, and your mentions. They, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they bucking. They Post what? What? Your what? Daughter. They what? Yeah, they right there. But I mean, well, you don't. Your I'm saying like, it, it, in, 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 in the entertainment, they don't care what you're posting. Like, they're not gonna, oh. they're not gonna let it go. I was like, what? With your grandma, yeah. I ain't get, you know, they just whatever, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, little dude, when he posting pictures about his daughter, they ain't care about that for a long time. They were just, you know. Gosh, okay, I was yeah. saying, I was gonna yeah. they, 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 they 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 yeah. and, and the LBT, LBGT community is strong too. They can, you know, if you ain't big enough, they can kind of end you a little bit too. Because, you know, people underestimate the support of different groups. I think that, to me, that's, I think that might be one of the, if not, I think that's the strongest movement, like, out. When you talk about Black, Black Lives Matter, uh, Blue Lives Matter, all yeah. that other stuff, that, that's the biggest one, the strongest yeah. one. They more, they more together than anybody. They are. They ain't playing no games either. They got they the resources. They got, they got, they got, like, they got oh, yeah. everything you need. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about gay women. Gay women be having a lot of money, man. Have y'all, y'all know any gay women? Check they pay stuff, man. I'm t- listen, man. I know a couple. I'm like, man, this girl showed me one time in Augusta, Georgia. She had three accounts. One of them had three thousand dollars in it. Another one had six thousand dollars in it, and she had one with thirteen thousand dollars in it. I'm like, I'm looking around, like, we need to, we yeah, need to go to the bank. Yeah, you should have. I know, I, yeah. boy. I ain't, I ain't no <laughs> stick up kid, but I thought about it. Boy. I'm like, well, hold up. We do not need you in the dollar Listen, no. Well, I, another question I had under the sensitive events is we on that topic right now. What about getting booed? Like, oh, know, wow. that's a part of comedy, right? Yeah, um, getting booed is definitely a part of comedy. Um, you have to learn to take it. You have to learn to take it, take your lumps. Uh, sometimes it's not your material. Sometimes it may be the crowd or the atmosphere, the environment. Um, if I'm doing a show with a lot of young people, I can't talk about, you know, the old school stuff I've been through. They can't relate to it. Yeah, they might not be feeling it, you know. But if I use a correlation between the difference between old school and new school, I still got them. See, I, I can work with that. But if um, sometimes the material don't add up, uh, and then sometimes when when you first start comedy, you got to learn how to work a crowd. You got to learn your atmosphere, where you at. Um, that's one thing I always do. Uh, the times I have, I try to get there early. 
uh, early enough so I can look at the venue and I can look around so I can talk about visual stuff that's in front of the people. Once they get comfortable with you, you have to learn how to make them comfortable with you. If you don't make them comfortable with you, and you got to think about it too, sometimes people are just coming to see somebody else. If yeah. I'm coming to see Carlton Clay, that's all I came to see. I don't want to see nobody else but Carlton. <laughs> it don't matter what those people say. The you know try to change my mind. I'm coming to see Carlton Clay. So you have to be. And then some people suck. Some people really they really are not good comedians. <laughs> and we'll just say it, man. They, you know some people are just not good comedians, man. They huh. just come out and they and and they terrible. And some of them are arrogant. And they just they just really sink mm. their own ship. And we just. So glad you said that. Let's yeah, move on to this wild. next next question I have for you. <laughs> so let's bring it home here. Let's um, go. <laughs> let's go. Um, how do you feel the uh, comedy? I guess world is here in Augusta, CSRA, because I'm starting to learn there are different worlds here. Like I just mm-hmm. recently got found out about the spoken word world because you know we both yeah. are good friends with Sa Jules and mm-hmm. uh, you know some other spoken word artists, and it's like okay, y'all actually have a world, and then there's actually beefs. I knew riffs. I knew nothing about. I was like, "Oh, y'all just don't do poetry. Y'all got actual beefs." So, and 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 it's like that in my world too, as far as film and theater is. Oh yeah, a lot of stuff. It's so, heavy in your world. It, yeah. <laughs> um, how is it with comedy? Like, what's 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 the atmosphere like in your in your world? In my world, okay, in Augusta, Georgia, uh, there are not a lot of comedians, um, and it's probably. I guess I might be the elder statesman, I guess. Uh it's been I've been doing comedy nine years. There's some other um comedians who've uh, who've been around that long, but you know, as far as like active, like grinding comedians that's really like working. I ain't talking about the people that pick up the mic once a year, every six months, or wait on other people to call them. People that's out here like really getting it. Dang. It's uh that sounds like a shot, but it's yeah. Okay. yeah, that was, that was uh, a shot. Yeah, it, it is, man, because you know what? A lot of cats they they say like, Oh yeah, I'm about that comedy life, um, you know I'm that but you ain't doing no shows. Who how how can you be a comedian if you're not out telling jokes? That's true. You know what I mean? That's like, yeah, I'm a basketball player. I mean, but, you know, I ain't really playing no ball. Mm. You know, I'm a banker, but I don't work at a bank. <laughs> I mean, that's Dang. not, that's not some, even. These some good, these some good yeah, examples. That's not, that's not. And then, like, it, it's a disrespect to the people who are working and grinding because what happens is those people who are not really that active, they always pick up. And since they're not active, they want to see what you're doing. Hey, what you got coming up? Can I get on this? Can I get on that? You throw people a bone, try to be nice, but then you look back like you want them to return the favor, mm. you know, because, you know, comedians, uh, that's how we get a bulk of our businesses by referrals um, from people that we perform for mm-hmm. and uh, connections that we get from ourselves and other comedians that we make. Um, so a lot of the, the inactive comedians are the people who ain't really, you know, making no noise. They want to come pull up on you to see what you got going on. And it's a lot of that goes on in all forms of entertainment. We call that stealing energy. Stealing energy? That's what we call it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going Protect down Protect your energy, now. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They taking it now. They they linking up. They Frankensteining us. They are Frankensteining <laughs> us. But the, um, the, the comedy scene, the Gus, is kind of small. Um, and it's not really a lot of us out there that are actively doing comedy. Um, so we have to link up when we can and... Um, get out of town and do different things. Um, but then when you move to the bigger cities, you know, everybody has something called their clicks. That means me and these three people is all I'm ever looking out for. Mm. You know, mm. you got these four people over here, these four people over here, these four people. 
they don't all move together. Preach. Mm, so preach. you have to go out there and you have to sift through whatever they've been through in the past just to try to, you know, get into a different market. And sometimes that's hard. Uh, you meet some cool cats, uh, some down-to-earth cats. That's that's for real about it. But then you meet a lot of people who, you know, they kind of sizing you up to see what you're going to do, what you're going to do. When you going up, what you going to say? <laughs> and they're kind of looking down their nose at you until, you know, you prove to them that you're funny. And then they'll be like, okay, he got our approval. Well, I'll tell you about this guy and this guy and this guy. But don't fool with them guys over there. I'm like, hold on. I ain't got, I ain't got nothing to do with what you got going on. Man, I'm just trying to get this work. But it's it's not like that, man. It's, it's just that goes on everywhere, man. We got clicks of people here. That work Absolutely. together, Absolutely. and that don't work together, and you know. And my thing is this: we we're as a market, uh, our entertainment market is not big enough for any of us not to be open to working together. Mm. But I will say this from experience: working with people is not always the best thing either, man. Because people don't share your goals, mm-hmm. your drives, and your vision, and that can bring you down, or that can make you feel some type of way. About about your work And that should never happen either Right I always Like I said Again I'm all about I've always said I'm all about people um, Supporting each other mm-hmm. And not even Like I said it's, and, and, not, and not even Support as in I have to go to every single show Yeah like, cause, cause, Because I had to Break this down to people First of all I don't have a lot of money I can't I, <laughs> let's, let's be clear First of all uh, yeah, I don't have mm-hmm. a lot of money I don't I yeah. don't have a lot of money Because I Talk mean Everybody I'm, and, I, and I'm not saying Because I don't want you to Hook me up. That's not what I'm about. I'm like, uh, oh, if, oh, hold up. I, I like hookups. If no, y'all got, no, <laughs> y'all got the hookup, no, no, I'll no, let your boy. If you can't afford five dollars for an event, then you don't need to come. Oh, you're right. You're right. And yeah, and that was a right. shot. I don't care. Yeah. Now, that definitely was. If you can't, if you can't spend five, because if I, don't, I, I don't normally have five dollars. So yeah. it, and, and Sajus is my friend. So I'm not gonna go to her and be like, hey, yo, hook me up. Let me get in free. No, this is her business. I wouldn't do that. Gotcha. So what I'm saying is. To be honest, it, there's a different there's different variations of support. It you is. You see what I'm saying? It is. However, I agree with we also support one another, but you don't necessarily have to work with everybody. Because no, you everybody's don't. everybody's you don't. energies don't match up. They don't. Everybody's work everybody ethic, ain't your, everybody work ethic hell sure doesn't doesn't hey, match up. Everybody ain't your cup of tea, man. Absolutely. So you know. I just feel like I just feel like there's you can you can support and even if you don't get along with somebody, you can just kind of just, it, you can yeah. just fall back. You don't have to say anything negative. Yeah. And that that's what we don't do because what happens is. When I have an me personally, I have friends that have uh, you know people I know comedians. They'll get on there and tag people name. Guess what so and so did last night? They ain't no good. They did. I'm like, you know, that's that's don't do that. You know, first of all, we're in the same business, the same fraternity, the same. You know, we're in the same confines. Right. Why why would you do that? And if if you have a person, and this is my this I'm very serious about this. If you have a person, there've been people that I've worked with. Um, that I will never work with again. They, you know, even if I haven't told them yet, just because we didn't. I mean, seriously, seriously, just because you know we don't work well together, we don't share the same vision, we don't share the same space, we're not going in the same direction. Right. We can't work together. Or if we have, you know, if we do work together and some things don't work out, I'm never gonna go blast you publicly in front of people. I'm never gonna just like tell all these people about it. You and me, me and Carlton worked together. We fell out, or we I felt like I couldn't work with them no more. I just wouldn't work with them no more. I don't wish him nothing ill. I ain't gonna go on social media tagging his name. I ain't finna go telling people about him. That's it's too much of that going on, man. That's a lot first, of it. First soon as soon as we fall out, we wanna tell people. And that's how clicks are created too. 
Cause you know what if it's a clique of people that don't like a certain person. It's a exactly. common enemy type. Yeah, thing, yeah. yeah, it's a common enemy. So they don't, now, they don't like each other. But so they, now, they if you, yeah, person. me and me and Darmain work together. But Who's I Darmain. Uh, you just gonna say Maine? Oh I'm Maine. <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad, Maine. Hey, I, 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 oh. I, I don't. I don't want to mess it. I hey, Maine. But I gotta say this, right? I just all the chicken wings I'm eating. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm turning the mic off. I'm eating chicken wings. You can't hear it though. But I'm eating chicken wings the whole time. Yeah, and Maine. I called the Chinese restaurant and I said, uh, I ordered my order. She said, Who is it? Who, who's the order for? I said, Jermaine. She said, That with a J or a G. <laughs> I said, don't worry about it. Man. I don't worry about it. It's, it's, it's neither yeah. one, you know. I'm just I mean, like, don't worry about it, man. Just something as simple. Me and Carlton work together. It don't work out. I meet you. We start working together. If I tell you something bad about Carlton, you don't even know him yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what's what's that? That that's creating a rift right there. It's causing ascension. Yeah, it's causing ascension. So now, if you do meet Carlton, say you and Carlton meet at Chuck E. Cheese. That's a happy place. Everybody likes Chuck E. Cheese. Y'all feeling good? Y'all playing games, shooting basketball? You meet him? Oh man, I didn't know you did that. Blah 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 blah. Y'all get to talking, and you find out. You know what? Ain't nothing wrong with Carlton. The problem could be me. Mm-hmm. The problem could be me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let but people. You want. Like, if that happens where you do tell me something, right? At that point, I'm already looking at him like, yeah. Nah, he told me watch out for him. Oh, yeah. Watch this out for him. Watch out for Yeah. Or, or it could be a vice versa. If we, we, me and you fall out and you yeah. tell me this, now I'm like, yeah, because such and such was telling me such and such about you. Yeah. So like, if I y'all mean, didn't have a problem, now I got a problem. So it's it, like, it, it's going to create a problem regardless, either right, way. Man. I, I try my best to keep everything above board. Anything I say to Maine about you, I'm going to say it to your face. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If, hey, if we. If we got an issue, we got a problem, I'm going to tell you exactly what the issue and the problem is. I so, just feel like it's grown people. That's what we should do. But it doesn't always happen like that. So how, do you, how do you – I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm about to say, how do you feel about – okay, because a, a lot of times people say that Augusta – especially – we just want to speak on the arts because I can't speak on nobody else's politics or whatever. I ain't in that arena. <laughs> um, but the arts specifically, we can't rise because there are too many people trying to be the leader. Or too many people trying to be first yeah. to get it. Yeah. Mm. Or are there too many crabs in the barrel? Mm. Yeah. Address it. Um, I feel that's that that's true. Um, I feel that. Yeah, the crab in the bucket thing is real, man. Because nobody wants anybody to do better than them. Mm. It seems like, and um, that's an issue. Um, I think about a situation like. Nelly and the St. Lunatics. Nelly got offered a record deal first. So they was like, we're going we gonna to put Nelly out. But he was like, nah, I got my homeboys. But what happens is Nelly goes out, he blows up. So now, I'm in your so now the door is open. So now he brings all his, you know, that's when everybody came through. Right. The dude with the half a mask on, right. Murphy Lee. All of them got a chance because, you know, this one brother that had something special. They took it and ran with it, and everybody else came through the door. That's the mentality that we should all have. But when that one person or – and then some people are delusional about their level of talent, too. Mm. Some oh. people really think Speak that they it. are much more than they are. Speak on it. Um, when you look in the mirror, like, man, and Michael Jackson, that man in the mirror is real. You know, you got to look at the man in the mirror, be mm-hmm. honest with yourself, mm-hmm. look at where you are. Um, I would love to say, yeah, I'm the best comedian in Augusta, but what does that really get me at the end of the day? Mm. That you no, know, yeah. I think I don't know if it was, no, I don't think it was you, but that that's a good point because a lot of people said it not, not only not only the comedic standpoint, but everything. Yeah, basketball, art, uh, rap. Yeah. When you say the best in Augusta, people trying to tell people, and I think the people that are say you are the best in Augusta, they get offended by that because they feel like yeah. you're telling them something wrong. But it's like I'm trying to let you see a bigger picture, bigger, it's picture. a small place. Yeah. 
If you're on the best here, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't let don't let that be your your cylinder. No, that can't be it. it then that you can't, can't do be nothing it. Else. I mean, you could be the best here, then you got to move to do something else. Then but they be content with that. They like that. They like yeah. that local. That local fame for them, that window beefs, of four years. Like, they beefs about that. Man. Yeah. You writing, you threatening comments. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's crazy, crazy, but yeah. I mean, I, I just think the whole mentality of, of the city has to change. Um, but we do have a lot of talented people here. Absolutely. A lot of talent, even from like, you know, not just comedians, uh, um, like screenwriters, playwrights, actors, uh, rappers. There's some rappers that's real nice around here. Yeah, yeah I, I know I joke. I'm going to be honest with you. It's, it's a mixtape to listen to. Um, it's a dude. I, he's on a podcast named DJ Mook. Um, but he put a mixtape out. Kind of like when I was in New York, when I, when I grew up, rapper, like DJ Envy, he would put mixtapes. How I know him? Because he was younger. He put mixtapes out yeah. of different artists. Mm. Just, on one, just on one tape. And it was like, it, it'd be hot record. It'd be freestyle. It'd be oh, whatever. Yeah. Something you would hear on radio. Mm. Yeah. But what it does is, you listen to that mixtape, you might see four songs you like on there, right? On the, on the back. So he spread them four out. You're letting it ride. Next thing you know, you're liking this person's song, this person's song. That's how records like blew up. Yeah. I remember Clips Grinding wasn't really doing that well at one point, and then they just blew up out of nowhere because all DJs were playing it. All DJs were playing it. Oh, yeah. And um, I was telling the dude, I'm like, yo, nobody doing that in Augusta right now. You can keep doing that. Just keep taking the artist's song, the best song, obviously the good ones, mm-hmm. put them on compilation. You go shopping somewhere else, you know, in Atlanta or Orlando, wherever you go, and all your artists are from Augusta, I'm like, they should want to partake in that. Or they should want to send you records to be on your mixtape. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. But it go back to the whole everybody helping everybody kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? Somebody, it might be somebody that feel like I'm doing my own mix. I ain't put myself on that, on that mixtape. You know what I'm saying? It's like you guys might think like that because they don't want him to be the person to, you know, blow up and I guess it's, it's, it's their music. Right. What I was saying, I listened to the mixtape in my car. Like it's a it's a good run through of people. It's not oh, just yeah. one person. And I don't know who everybody is, so it's like I can't say this is whack because this, this is this person because I don't know who it is at the time. Mm-hmm. I just go to the go later, go home, check the number of the track thirteen. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm gonna add a person on Facebook. I'm gonna check the music out. You know what I'm saying? But it take three, four, four, three, four, five people like that, and then next thing you know, you got a fan base going. You know? Oh yeah. But that comes from somebody actually seeing the talent that, that's there, right. And putting yeah. it out there. Oh yeah. And 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 they're wrong with pushing it here, man. But you got to look to to push it got on a bigger scale. If you can get out there, I mean, because I've heard. It's some garbage music out there, man. It's some music that we live that come on the radio every day. Yeah. That is just like I mean, didn't require any thought, didn't require anything. I mean, are we serious? <laughs> yeah, I you mean, gotta see how you look. Mike how Tyson on right the booty? Now. Are we serious? Mike Tyson on the he, booty? He did this joke on that commentary, <laughs> so that's what's like. I'm like, come on, man. It's just like you know, because I, I came up in an era where we listened to real hip hop lyrics, mixtapes. I used to go to the flea market buy mixtapes because I wanted to hear what your favorite artist was saying. Before they got it to the radio, yeah. you know, cats like Fabulous, man. Fabulous was amazing before he signed a deal. Amazing, man. Yeah. Uh, Wale, Wale was amazing before he signed a deal. Yep. You know, the record labels kind of water it down, and you get this commercial kind of sound for, you know, and like Beanie Siegel and them cats, man. Them cats used to get busy on them mixtapes. Taking me back, man. man. You taking me back, man, man. Come on, man. I'm talking about What's your life like. Yeah, they used to have street wars and you know, cats would make records about street each wars. other. I love they would, street wars. They would all go at it, man. They would go at it. I'm telling you somebody else is real nice, man. Lloyd Banks. My favorite rapper. Lloyd Banks is sick, man. Everybody Lloyd well, Banks. Everybody you know. know my favorite rapper, yes. Man. It's hard to say now because he never really appreciated it in his time. Yeah. With the but favorite rapper. Yeah, because G Unit didn't fit what he was doing, man. You know, it was it was flashy, it was commercial, it was a chance to get out there in he front of people. Back, yeah. But they never they never gave the man his just due, man. Never gave him his just due. But so, 
Yeah, and, and I just say that, like, you know, even in cities like New York, you look at that, right? Mm-hmm. When I had cousins or people I knew that was rapping, they didn't just, even it's New York, you could just stay in there if you want to. They didn't just stay there. They went to Connecticut. They went to, oh, yeah. you know, uh, New Jersey. Chicago. Yeah, New yeah. Jersey. Train New Jersey. Um, yeah. all, all the places, Boston, all the places around there where you could kind of expand. It's not about not saying you're not from somewhere or not loving where you're from, but... I mean, they gonna know you where because you live there. I would assume yeah. they know you where. That's that's the goal. Yeah. You give you hey, that first. They tell your you hometown good, is never gonna respect out. you like other people will. Absolutely. And I, I always say I don't know if it's because I, I look at it like this. I be saying maybe because you're accessible. You know what I'm saying? If I could see you in Walmart, I might not be that amped to see you all the time. So yeah. to me, like let's say tomorrow you blew up, right? Mm-hmm. To us, you just go, you might be to Cedric. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My else is like, oh my god, you know, it's like yeah. oh, like Kevin Hart. People in Philadelphia see him probably like. Yeah, I went to school with him. It's Kevin Hart. Like my mother. She went to school with Jay-Z. So to her, Jay-Z is just, okay, you know, Jay-Z. he's just Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? You, but, you, you ready, B? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo. But to some people, they might get starstruck by, by some singers. Oh, yeah, you know what definitely. Saying, so. Definitely. I mean, you know, it's. Um, I talk to entertainers from all other cities. I got friends that, that do R&B music, comedians, actors. And they all say the same thing about their hometown. I mean, hometown, they don't really push us like they should. They believe in other people. And, you know, you have to have a firm resolve in your heart that this is what you want to do. And you're not going to stop until you get where you want to go, no matter what. Yeah, your hometown shouldn't be the um, validation you need. You know no, what I'm saying? No, no, it's not, man. Because it can only get you, even, you know, even everybody else, man, from big cities, they can only get you to a certain point, a certain level. Hey, all right, we from New York. We done took over the boroughs. Uh, okay, what we gonna do now? Got to find some else. And I, I always tell people that sometimes, like, hey, look at I'm. I'm just gonna use the. Um, I, you could use Kendrick, Drake, any any one of them. They was big anyway, where, they, where they were from first anyway. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You do that and then you expand. You Gotta know what I'm saying? Expand. That's the point to go. A lot of times people they say they say on this, they say on this, but it's like you didn't even do your justice here first yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You mean do no not. I'm not saying you gotta do free stuff, but a lot of free free work you gotta do. Oh yeah. Um, a lot of practice you gotta do. You know, you gotta get your, get yourself up the par. So like, oh, yeah. you, you do shows here. You know what I'm saying? You do stuff here. So it's like, uh, for a rapper that, or let's say a rapper, let's say the city support them. It's like, well, what shows have you done here? Like, yeah. how 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 to support you? You know, you just could you post it. Give me a don't yeah. just just could you link me? Don't mean nothing. You know, a right. link is just I'm looking at it like okay, you know, like yeah. make me want. Like I was he was talking before. He was like, are we gonna put some um, footage out? And I was like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, record some stuff. Here and there, mm. it's gonna grab you to the link. I can't just send my link and say, "Hey, it's the set. It's gonna be funny." Yeah, want to see this? <laughs> and they see the part. You know what I'm saying? They're like, "Okay, I want to see. I want to." So a certain part they're gonna see it is right. I'm put out, and they're gonna like, "Okay, where the link at?" Right. Definitely. So you have to do that sometimes. And I, I think a lot of people that do this or do think that they're being this by their city or something like that just ain't put enough work in. Sometimes, sometimes it's just you, like you said. Sometimes it's just the person. I'm so glad you said that. So Cedric, uh-huh. um, how do you feel about because? A lot of people, especially a lot of artists, uh, local artists or indie artists, they mm-hmm. are the biggest. The biggest statement they make is, um, "You need to pay me what I'm worth." Mm-hmm. That's a really big statement. Which again, I don't have an issue with. I feel like you know, if you're especially if you're getting to a point where you're starting to make this your career, um, you know, you you can start being compensated for it. But yeah. how do you feel about people who just do get on the stage one time? And oh no! Then, and then they say. Oh, no. Um, you gotta pay me for the next time I spit, or the next time I tell a joke, or the next time I act nah. in something. You gotta pay me uh five hundred dollars. Oh no, that's 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 not the way it goes. That don't even go like that in big cities. You have to prove yourself. Uh, when we start out, um, 
you have to go to these uh i know comedians you have to go to open mics you have to uh find other venues or other opportunities to do stuff at uh you do a lot of free stuff your first comedy in comedy your first two years you're probably not gonna make any money any mm-hmm. you know you, you might have somebody fortunate enough and they're good about this in Atlanta, man. You go to Atlanta and you, you go to a couple of mics, they'd be like, hey, man, you straight, you need the gas money. They might toss you some chump change or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you have to prove yourself first. You have to show people that you are a commodity first. Nobody is mm. the hottest in the world commodity. after their first couple of times on the mic. I don't care what you do. You're not the hottest. You have to go out and uh, it's called paying your dues. Right. And uh, and I it was funny because um, I had been doing comedy uh, – for nine months, and I was uh, real cool with Minnesota Fats and Cher. I was doing like character voices for them and some other stuff. And Fats put me on Steve Harvey show mm. in uh, 2009, and I had been doing comedy for like eight, nine months. So uh, Steve Harvey, you know, he shook my hand after the show when everybody was taking pictures. He said, "Hey man, how long you been doing comedy, man?" And I was like, "Man, he ain't gonna never find out. I should lie." I said, man, eight months. He was like, oh, man, you still paying dues, man. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, I am. And he said, I'm going to tell you this. You're going to know you ready when you heard your name called 1,500 times. So I said, 1,500 times? Yeah, 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 man, 1,500 times. So I repeated it because, you know, I, you know I, I'm a jerk too. So I repeated it about two times, two more times. 1,500 times? Yeah, yeah, man, 1,500 times. Yeah, yeah, 1,500 times, Steve? Yeah, yeah, man, 15. Because look, check it out, baby. Then he gave me some philosophical comedy stuff that he probably <laughs> give like everybody. Because see, what you got to look at, man, you got to get your material together. He said, you rate all your jokes. Ones, twos, and threes. Threes is the ones that don't really get people laughing, the ones you got to throw out. Twos is the ones that get half the house laughing. He said, then you keep uh, keep the tools and you're trying to make them number ones. Number ones is the ones that hit hard every time. He said, other than what I did out there tonight for that hour and a half, he said, man, I got three or four more hours of nothing but number ones. Mm. I said, mm. okay. Okay, so that, that's good. I'm glad I asked him about that 1,500 by eight times. You gave me some good advice. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, you can't. This this goes back to being, like we said before, about knowing uh, you definitely want to know your worth. You definitely want to look out for yourself. But you definitely got to know where you're at in the space and time, man. You got to be paying dues. When you're ready to get paid like that, trust me, you'll know because people will start offering it to you. Right. They won't. uh, You won't have to say, yeah, well, you go, you know, I'm going to have to do. No. Those are the people that's not going to be around long. Those are the people that's going to get upset when something don't go their way and they're going to quit anyway. They're not in it for the long haul. Yeah, because um, I just think that in the in the realm that we are in, I just think, again, I think people have lost the art of the grind. Yeah. I think people, because of because of social media. Yeah, insta-fame. Of, yeah, exactly, insta-fame. insta-fame. I think people are like, well, I need to go, I need to get my and I'm only speaking from my world right now, but mm-hmm. I want to get my I need to get my Viola Davis coins now. Yeah. And I only done one stage play, and I had like five lines. 
Yeah. But they want Viola Davis money now. Or they want Tyler Perry money now. Mm-hmm. This man was homeless. Homeless, yeah. You know homeless. what I'm saying? This man has done a plethora of plays on the Chitlin circuit. Yeah. And then he started doing the, the, yeah. the other plays or whatever. And yeah. then it was the movies. But people don't but people don't get they that. They don't see that part. Like and, I said, they, they they see the end part. They see the glamorous part. That's what people always see. They don't see the struggle before that. No. I, I um Like I said, you got Denzel Washington and all these great people. They've done a plethora of, mm-hmm. of um, you know, just free things. And I'm yeah. not, not saying you take anything, but it's like you you have to understand, again, how is this going to help me mature in my career? Definitely. So I'm sure it's Definitely. the same as probably like with comedy and everything as yeah. far as like you just got to get, gotta get reps, man. If you don't get no reps, because I remember one time after I did the second Steve Harvey show, I, I did it uh, again when it came to Augusta in 2012. Mm-hmm. This time, he saw me. He was like, "Hey man, you really funny, man." Did he remember? He said, you? "Yeah." He's like, okay. <laughs> "He's like, man, I watch your whole set." He's like, "Man, you can make it, man." He said, "How old are you?" I was like, "35." I'm 35. Man, you can make it, man. You real funny, man. I said, "Okay." So when he told me that, that was it, man. Oh, I thought I was on my way. Yeah. People started calling me. Hey man, you want to host this for fifty dollars? What? Fifty dollars? Do you know I just opened for Steve Harvey? No. <laughs> so I started saying, "No, fifth, no." No. So I looked up. I hadn't been on stage in about six, seven months. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was trying, man, I was turning down left and right, man. I thought I was I was like Hamlet. I wow. thought I was yeah, I thought I played Hamlet at Cambridge. I was <laughs> you know, are you not entertained? I was feeling myself, man. And when I got back on stage after about seven months, mm. I was so rusty, man. The timing was off. I wasn't giving the crowd time to laugh. I was like, oh my God, I can never ever do this again because mm. it really like it really cost me for all the strides that I had made all the great things I had done up until that point you know that six seven months that took me back down to I felt like an open micer man oh wow I was telling my my hitters my jokes and I was like my timing was off and I felt so jittery because mm. I hadn't been on stage in a long time I said nah man I, I can't do that no more man so um you can't never think that you too far or no matter what you accomplish, man, you can't never think that you're too far because the art of uh, of whatever you do is still the art. You still need repetition. It's like a basketball player. You know, if you ain't injured and you just stop practicing basketball for a couple months, you can't just pick up the ball and just go back out there and be killing people. Right, right, right. You know, you, you have to have that repetition, man. You have to be around it. You have to be in and around, you know, the game itself. And entertainment is no different, man. So – how do you back back bring it back to the home state? Like I know a lot of people talk about um, support. That's the big word. I mentioned mm-hmm. it tonight, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about artists demanding support from other artists? Um, because there is like it's like it's it seems like sometimes, and I might be overreading, but sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like people are trying to bully people into supporting them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To be like, yeah, uh, yeah. I I feel that. Um, you should support freely uh, because you want to. Um, other people that are involved in uh, in the arts, uh, like we had a lot of people, different arts, come out the other night when we did commentary. Um, I would lie. I don't think we bullied them. I think we, we put it out there to them to let them know that we were doing it. But um, we definitely don't want to force um, people into coming to see us. We want them to come see us because... Uh, we have a quality product, right. um, and we want them them to see it. And just like when they have a quality product, we should want to go see them too and go go support them. Um, we have to form 
bonds and friendships too. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't feel bad about coming to see their friend. Mm. You know, people feel bad. They feel obligated to come see somebody else because oh, they keep sending me these messages. Oh, they keep doing this, that, and the other. Right. But we um we should we should we should freely support each other. And a lot of people, I don't know all the people in the arts industry, but I do have a lot of friends in the art industry. And um, I try my best when I can, you know, to go support them. And I let them know about my events. If they come, that's fine. I'm not putting any onus on their head or, you know, hey, man, you don't come support me now. But if they do over-inbox me with their stuff and they'll never come to mind, mm-hmm. see, I got an issue with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, if they, you know, I put it out there. Um, I think it's it's pretty good product. I want you to come see it. It's not um, It's not like I'm holding over the head where you didn't come to the last two shows. At all. Yeah. No, it's not like that, man. We shouldn't even. You wouldn't do your friends like that. Right. So you definitely don't want to do your professional friends and colleagues like that either. We just want to continue to have a quality product, put it out there, and hopefully they'll they'll come check it out when they can. I think it's a balance. Yeah. I think it definitely is a balance because, again, you again you can't you 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 can't support like if you have if you are have the means to either financial or you have the time because sometimes we don't have the time. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes we don't have the time. Um, but if you do have the time to support, then definitely do that. But at the same time, I've learned that. If you're so busy being everywhere, then how when when do you have time to work on your stuff? You know yeah, what I'm saying? So it's kind of just like you you have to find that fine balance of okay, I'm gonna go support him tonight yeah. or her tonight, but then tomorrow I gotta work on my joint. Got to. So like I said again, you don't wanna give half ass stuff. No, you don't. Ass, I think, yeah, yeah we cool. Ass. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna mention this later because I seen you um, perform something somewhere. I'm gonna mention that when I start asking. The, okay, I'm gonna ask him a question about just how he got started and stuff. I wanted to first just kind of kind of get a feel of who he was mm-hmm. and his taste on stuff. Um, I do gotta ask him a question, but I want I want you to ask him something else before I ask him that because I want to record what I'm asking. I know I have to get this on camera. You want me to ask him a question? No, I'm gonna ask it, but. I want to make sure because I want once I start asking questions, I don't want you to be like think I'm just taking over. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm gonna, you can go ahead and have the main hour if you want to go ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably go ahead and get your stuff set up so we can. What, so well, I want to yeah. ask quick. Um, I I notice now like when I see especially especially you when I see uh, you have an event, it's like you 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 at the event, you are promoting the event. You know, so it's like it's all you. Not not the event, all you, but you're mm-hmm. doing most of the legwork. I see. Like I seen you the other day, you was driving, you was going live, telling people to come to the event, right? Mm-hmm. I know you meant business because I'm not trying to be funny. I am trying to be funny, but I know you meant business because you had a white beater on. Oh yeah. And I don't know if you've seen it, but I was like, I have commented, I forgot what I said, but it, I know I seen some holes in it. So I was like, he mean business. Anytime somebody's gonna, <laughs> anytime somebody going live, they don't, they don't care about the holes in it. Don't care about it, baby. We got her. I said, we made I said, it. I said it's gonna be funny, and it was the one. I, I guess it just happened last. This this happened. It just yeah, happened. this past yeah. weekend. Yeah. Uh, and I was, I, I thought it was funny. I was like, yo, he, he, and I took a picture of everything. I got a screenshot of everything. I said, he mean business. And it was just funny. And it was funny. I didn't know if he was gonna get him or not. And I said, I was gonna, I was gonna show him. Well, I have to show you because you know you seen it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but that was just funny to me. But like, I want to know what's the difference between because you've been a comedian for a minute now, uh-huh. bef- like before doing events like this, or have you always been doing events like this, or is something new? No, I see now you promote and being it, so like you doing double yeah. work. Well, um, you know, when you first start out, you really ain't got no no clout or no, you know, you just trying to get whatever you can. Uh, after a while, 
um, doing it for a minute, you're kind of in demand. People want you to do different things. So, you know, you get to do a different level of events. You get to do a lot more stuff uh, than you do in the beginning. And, um, yeah, that's what it is, man. And um, and more so, what I want to do now is have more control over the type of stuff I do. Mm. Instead of taking, you know, what comes my way, I want to have control over what kind of venues I do, um, you know, the time I do it, you know. I want to have control over certain shows. Like me and Sajus do a show this weekend that we put together because um, it's a lot of these promoters and these club owners, man, they they kind of want to do stuff on their terms. And um, we have to create our own platform so we can do stuff on our terms too. But that, that, that actually is a good uh, segue to what I want to talk about. As far as doing shows and you just picking, now you get to pick and choose, I would assume, right? Yeah. So you get to pick and choose whether I want to do this, whether I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, one, is it hard to do all this stuff without having an actual manager? Would you be in control of everything or would you rather that for right now? Um, yeah, I, I, I actually have a manager. Uh, we we kind of work together on stuff. Uh, his name is Charles McNeil. Um, but I don't have like a big time, you know, he's still a regular cat with a job, like a big time loan like, shark type manager. believe in you and that. Yeah, you, yeah. Somebody believe in me, man. Want to help out, okay. and um, you know he does a lot of a lot of my negotiations and my contract stuff, and you know we we, we talk pretty much uh, every other day, and we you know we touch bases and you know talk about goals, aspirations, what we're looking to do, uh, what we've accomplished so far, and things of that nature. But um, if it gets to a bigger bigger scale, um, Man, I'm ready. I'm trying to get up out of here, man. Is, is, is comedy more of a slow grind? Like, Comedy's a very slow grind. Is it one of them things where I, I don't? Me and Carl said this before. I think I seen on. I think it's a thing that's just being said now. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere it's like uh, people would be in competition with people sometimes, but everybody race is different. So somebody might mm-hmm. make it somewhere like maybe quicker than you, but that don't necessarily mean they're ahead of you or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's just oh, yeah. different for different people. It is, man. It's a lot. I mean, like you got to kind of strike, say, striking when the iron's hot. I mean, opportunities come about for different people in different places. Um, some people um, have gone to, you know, it's not as many, for instance, it's not as many comedy shows as it used to be. Remember, it used to be like Comic View, Uptown Comedy. It's like mm-hmm. five, six, seven different Def Comedy Jam, a lot of different comedy shows. Now, it's not. You only got, like, the competition shows out there. It's not really no steady, like, regular comedy shows. So the demographic has changed completely. So people that had the platform for that, they can't, they, they can't jump off of that no more. Mm. Well, well, speaking of that, though, like, what, were you, did, you ever, did you ever have, like, any aspirations of being on Comic View or? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, man, I so love Comic View, man. now it's not there. Like, what does that do to comedy? Because I think comedy and, like, boxing – People will always say it's kind of like a lost art right now. I don't know yeah. why, but they, maybe because it's not on, on a big scale. It's not shown everywhere. Like boxing, don't be everywhere. It's not a lot of boxers you might know. You might know Floyd, and then that's about it. Yeah, um, yeah. Comedians, you might know Kevin Hart, maybe Mike Epps, or you know, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. But it's not it's not on TV like it used to be as no. much. No, it's not, man. And that that kind of cuts back on the um, that put pressure on the bigger venues because Cheryl Underwood broke it down for me. I ordered a show for her one time, and she was like, "All the comedy clubs is gone." And then, uh, while you got now smaller comedy clubs, and you got like big venues like in Atlantic City, Vegas, couple of those, and but 52 weeks a year, and it's comedians coming out the woodworks. Everybody done been on some. Everybody got a reputation. So now, all those comedians are fighting to get into these places, and you got a lot of them settling now to do smaller comedy clubs, even though 
they've been around the world. They've been on movies. You know what I'm saying? So if they're doing smaller comedy clubs, and I'm up and coming, and I'm trying to get in the same comedy club. See, now we now we got a slight bump in the heads. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's not as, as many as many big venues or platforms. So now we back to scraping, you know, through the same kind of kind of venues. That's why you get to meet some people you ain't never met before. Like, oh man, I just met Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney was in Atlanta, so and so so and so. Like, wow. I just met John Witherspoon. He was at so and so so and so. So Do you have any aspirations of like who do you have anybody like you that's like on a national level that you want to work with? That I would like to work with. Uh yes, I would. Um I think uh Dave Chappelle is is a comedy genius. I would love to work with Dave Chappelle. Um, Lavelle Crawford is one of my favorite comedians he to is see. Funny. He is hilarious. I w- I would love to work with him. Um, I would love to work with Cedric the Entertainer. I've always thought Cedric the Entertainer was funny. He's been one of my favorites since the Comedy View days. And uh, Jamie Fox because Jamie Fox does a lot of singing. I love Jamie Fox. And I would really like to sit down and work with Paul Mooney and Bill Cosby. Mm. I mean, just, I think their, their, just their experience alone uh, would be priceless. And just to, you know, just sit and talk with them about the comedy game and pick their brain. Um, I don't want to put you on the spot, but could you, would you be able to name, like give your top five comedians? Top five comedians. Wow. Um, I certainly would. Um, top five comedians. Oh, it's hard to say because of, um, you know, the demographics and the times. And number five. You're, you're personal. I'm sorry. Personal, yeah, yeah. Number, yeah, number five. Personal number five would have to be Eddie Murphy. Um, a lot of people forget mm. after Eddie Murphy started doing the movies, Eddie Murphy was a cold brother on the stand-up stage. Um, number four, I would have to go with, and it's tough, I have to go with... Um, Jerry Lewis. A lot of people. A lot of people don't think. They think you, oh, you're supposed to pick a black comedian because you're black. No, he was the original Nutty Professor. Mm. He got busy. Real, real funny guy. Did a lot of stuff. And then like he came up in the time where zany comedy was popular. You know, with the facial expressions and all this stuff. Nonetheless, really, really funny. Number three. It's tough, but I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with. Dang, it's rough. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go. Bill Cosby. I mean, Bill Cosby was America's dad. He was everybody's. Uh, Bill Cosby transcended um, something. He transcended a black stereotype. Mm-hmm. He made it. Uh, he you know he, he was the first sitcom that had two black people, professional black people. Mm-hmm. In a setting, you know, you used to be. We just hey, we just dance with you. Hey, 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 what's happening? Dynamite! You know, we was always, <laughs> yeah. we was always shucking, jiving, cooning in right. some type of respect. Right. But no, it wasn't. Oh, did I do that? No, it wasn't that. <laughs> it was this dude was a doctor. His wife was a lawyer. They had children. They had a family. Had structure. They sat down, ate dinner together. They went through real life stuff together. He uh, geared them toward a life where they was heading into college and made them set goals for themselves and do different things like that. He had professional friends that came to the house. Mm-hmm. You know, they did professional things. It was never no, you know, 
nothing wild going on there. All they, you know, they would get together. They had a set routine. His dad would come by. They would play cards and do different things. Right. It was like a real family structure. You know, yeah. the kids were brought up in a certain fashion. He didn't really push religion on the show, but their kids was raised in a, you know, they were disciplined, and him and his wife did it together. All right, they both professionals. Um, I think that was big. And everybody watched the Cosby Show. Yeah. Everybody. Not, I mean, I don't care if you was black, white, blue, green. You watched it. And then he had the spinoff shows. And he, But you think about it coming from the black exploitation films, coming into the 80s where he was doing the, the, the Fat Albert stuff, mm -hmm. then coming into the Cosby Show, then coming into, you know, all the stuff that he accomplished, man. He's just an amazing person. And he, you know, gave money to the United Negro College Fund, charities like that. Man, I'm so, so glad you ran down this because it's funny because, like, now in 2018, like, nobody says that. No, nobody says like, that. Nobody says that. No. And, again, not saying that what happened was right or wrong mm -hmm. or whatever, but mm -hmm. it's like we just going to forget this whole man Everything. legacy. Yeah. Like whole thing. It's got to go. Just, it's Out erased. Of Out of there. Man, if I, yeah. he he better than me because I'm paid. I'd be like, well, I want all my money back. Every HBCU <laughs> yeah. I've given him a scholarship, yeah. whatever. I want all my yeah. money back. It's like it's every just... last one of it. Since y'all yeah. want to spit in my face now, okay. Number yeah. two and number one. Number two, I gotta put I gotta put Dave Chappelle number two, even mm. though he don't like have that. the body of work that uh uh, uh had been around as long as some of the other guys. Man, he's a comedy genius, man, brother. I mean, even his stand up specials. If you can sell your backup comedy specials for thirty million dollars a piece, <laughs> you're doing something right. Mm -hmm. And then the, the Chappelle show was was uh, legendary because sketch comedy really is non-existent now. After, like, in Living Color, only catch comedy show is really Saturday Night Live. You know, like Mad TV yeah, and Saturday Mad Night TV, Live. Yeah. But, I mean, the Chappelle show just came and blew all that out of the world. You had to see it every week. You had to watch it. And you have to watch the reruns, man. Um, and his stand-up is just, just amazing, man. He knows so much about the comedy game, man, when you listen to him. He's so smart. And like I said, he takes something simple. Like he said, the guy threw a banana at him. And he talked about that in the show, and it was just hilarious. Yeah, the guy just came up and threw a banana at me. He's racist. Threw a banana. It's like you laughing down like, he threw the banana, Dave. You know, he just takes simple stuff, and he makes he puts his twist on to make it funny. And um, the greatest comedian of all times is still Richard Pryor, man. I figured that was going to be Richard that. Pryor changed comedy forever. It'll never, ever be the same. He opened the doors for so many people because you had um, regular comedians, you had standard comedians, you had late-night TV comedians, you know, and then you had, like, filthy-mouth comedians like Red Fox, Moms Mabley. They got busy, too, mm -hmm. but they was, like, really, really filthy and couldn't be mainstream. Richard brought that to the mainstream. Now, And, 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 and what you got to remember, too, when you get this big as a comedian, it's not just... Uh, black people that are supporting you, mm -hmm. white support. Richard Pryor had a lot of white fans, and Richard Pryor he, he single-handedly ushered this era of comedy that we look at now. That's why these guys are allowed to do some of the things and say what they they say, because Richard Pryor, you know, made that popular. He blazed the way for that. So, you know, I got to give him the number one spot. Well, you're throwing a lot of love to a lot of comedians. I want I meant to ask you this when we were talking about Tiffany Haddish because I wanted to get your opinion on this too. Mm -hmm. So, did you see the interview with uh, Tracy Morgan? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, for those who don't know, maybe if you didn't or don't remember or whatever, Tracy, they did an interview with Tracy Morgan talking about his show, The Last OG. 
and they brought up Tiffany Haddish. They basically said, how do you feel about working with somebody who's a rising star? And, of course, Tracy Morgan was like, hey, don't ask about Tiffany. Don't ask about her. Whatever. Just Don't just ask about her. Talk, ask, talk about Cedric. Talk about, you know, this, me. We're here to talk about the show. Talk about the catering people. You know, it's kind of just... People, people don't, took, don't make it about one person. Don't make it about one person. But people kind of took it the wrong way. People thought that he was hating on Tiffany Haddish versus him uplifting her. Even Charlemagne said that... Um, that that was wrong. He said he should have he should have uplifted her and said, "Yo, it's dope to have her on my show." Because he basically yeah. was saying that them as having Tiffany as she's rising that makes your show rise because uh-huh. you have yeah. her on there. So let's just say this was the Cedric show, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And you're the star, and Tiffany Haddish is on your show, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be the person. Mm-hmm. So Cedric, um, it's great to have you. Yes, good, yes. Good, good, that's your yes, yes. So, how do you feel about <laughs> Tiffany Haddish? You know, being like, you know, she's a rising star. She just did Golf Trap, mm-hmm. and she's hosting the MTV Awards and all that other great stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how does how does it feel working with her? She's a rising star. She's a she's a legend in the making. How do you feel about that? Ah, I, I feel really good about that. She adds something to our cast, but we do have other people that are on the show uh, that are doing big things too. I think the show is a collaborative effort, but we're definitely happy to have Tiffany. That was, a that, bad was beautiful. that was beautiful. That was a bad English accent. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was supposed to be English. <laughs> no, I was. I was supposed to be the interviewer, but my, it was horrible. Like he claimed but, American. Yeah, uh, right. But, now, <laughs> but I mean, but that was But I mean, I, I understood. When I first heard it, I understood what he was trying to say. Mm-hmm. But it didn't come out right. It came out because he kind of raised his voice. He kind of snapped when he said, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that today. No, I mean... First of all, if we haven't learned already, you have to have some type of interview etiquette. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, Tracy Morgan's been through a lot. You know, he's done a lot of things over his career. He survived that terrible crash. Mm -hmm. He got a lot of money from Walmart. Now, he's back in a good place. And the show is amazing. The show is phenomenal. The show is a very good show. I mean, people are going to be drawn to people that stand out. Certain people are lightning rods. What she is right now, she is a lightning rod. Because we've seen Tracy Murray, uh, Tracy Morgan for several years. We've seen Seth Entertainer for several years. We've seen other people on the show for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. She is the lightning rod of the show, and she's most recently had a lot more momentum than them. And I can understand where he was coming from because he wanted to give everybody some shine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, 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 know, you know, I just think it came out wrong. He definitely could have. He looked like the bitter old man. Mm. At the cookout, you know, the one that had a cane and all the kids be running around him. <laughs> he can't get to the table with his plate. Yo, yo, these kids from here. Who got all these kids out here? <laughs> and these are your grandkids, Pop. <laughs> I, I just, like I said, I, I see what you said. I think, like yeah. I said again, it's just all, we had this conversation about the TK Kravitz thing. It's like a lot of times when you're being interviewed, you don't yeah. really think. No. Um, it's like you no. kind of you 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 try, moment. You, you really just trying to answer the question and yeah. just trying to get all oh, get the interview over with. Yeah, because it's, it's it's very nerve wracking when some people just asking you questions all the time. That's and, you, and you're trying to like oh shit what should I say or whatever. You just trying to you, whatever comes to your brain you just trying to get it out. Yeah. So that's why you have a publicist and you have these people. You get all the questions first. Mm. So you're not caught off guard by anything. Mm. Yeah, that's that, and you can that handle it. I'm doing that now. Like yeah. I, I'm supposed to um, interview a manager for a big artist that that's a mm-hmm. rap artist. But he like send me the questions. Mm-hmm. So I'm drawing it up now. It's yeah, like so that's you're what not you blindsided about nothing. So right. yeah. Anything I probably, I probably could possibly ask him. Just because I'm gonna tell you the the biggest thing about that TK interview, nobody will say it. But do you see how fast the interviewer jumped on it 
when he said something about impoverished. Oh, so it's a lot of drugs and murder and nothing. Yeah. He didn't nobody say anything about that. Hey, you know, and you could tell, I mean, TK was being cool, laid back, uh, uh You're too player uh, for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm too player. player, I'm too player. I mean, and let's let's be real. I mean, Augusta does have some uh, you know, poverty and impoverished areas, but this dude went to Cross Creek. And I think that's what a lot of people look at. But like I said before at the show, everything, uh, you know, like back in the day, you always have an older person that'll just pull you to the side. Instead of crucifying his brother, people right. think, I'm going to beat him up or I'm going to get him and what he did to cash. No, he wait didn't. A minute. We, wait a minute. They want to beat him up. Yeah, they was talking yeah, about doing saying, stuff yeah. to him, man. For people, what? Because they, they said he painted a, a, a light on Augusta that, that it wasn't. Oh, when you hear it, it's their city. That, yeah, that's the, but okay, yeah. but that's the you thing. paint a light. You paint a light on your city when you are doing stupid stuff like that. Well, you know, yeah. when you when you when it's you doing, creating stupid beats, that, trying that's, to fight that's people. That's dumb. Thing. It is. That's stopping you. It is. It look bad. So, like I said, we talked about this last <laughs> week. I know we kind of beating the dead horse, but we yeah. said y'all people did not take advantage. Of mm. TK Kravitz interview. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little disappointed in you, said Cedric. Man, um, uh oh. Is that? I thought you were gonna do an interview over, man. I, th- I, I feel like, and I said, I, I was thinking of him. I feel like he could have did it over. Like, you could have, like, made it oh, funny. Yeah, I don't yeah, know why. Well, I just... uh, you know, um, you know, <laughs> when we was at Cross Creek, you know, it was hard out there, you know, getting those, uh, those vanilla milks and stuff. I used to get two <laughs> vanilla milks with mine because I'm about that life, you know, I'm two player. To be, I'm like <laughs> milkless. <laughs> I'm too player for that. You know, I was asking girls because I dive in the ocean back then. You silly. <laughs> <laughs> you silly. But I mean, I mean, I mean, but you know, the young brother just has to learn how to do interviews. And then like he's a kid. What's he like? Twenty? What? Twenty? He young. I don't know. He I don't know. He's in his early twenties, yeah. man. So you I, mean to tell me the the balance of the city is that thrown off by somebody in the early twenties? No, they they thrown they, the people are thrown off because again he he said some things. That was true. Yeah. And people. then you got you up, see you in your feelings because you're not doing work. If yeah. you was, if honestly, somebody posted this, um, one of my good friends, well, he's not, he's one of Kendall's good friends, but I, I claimed him. Um, <laughs> Told you. I did that Told with Maine too. I, look, yeah, I, I, took, look, I stole Maine from Kendall. Right, right, turn it down. There you go. When he get fired up, it's a wrap. I told, I told him he get fired up. Oh, my, he, can be, he can be down there. That mic gonna catch him. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> okay. But if, um, if you was like, if you, if, if you know you're doing work, and you mm-hmm. know you grinding. What he said should not have affected you. No, nah, it, it should not have hit you mm-hmm. at all. You should have just been like, okay, that, that's but, his opinion. Keep it moving. Yeah, you know what I I'm mean, saying. But the people that got offended by it, you was hit because you know you 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 know that is that's a true statement for you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you, yeah. uh, they say empty wagon, empty wagon make a lot of noise. Yeah. A lot of people that are making noise are real empty right now. But see, you're not because you're not putting that work. And we, and, and it wasn't smart of you. To like I said to down him. I'm not saying like be a D rider and try to be like, hey, let me get on that feature. I'm just saying like you should have used that. Augusta was on the national spotlight. Yeah, you should have hashtag Augusta. Put a song out hashtag Augusta. Definitely. And then the, the brothers' album is dope, man. I listened to the whole thing, man, front to back, man, banger. Yeah, he made very good music. nice album, man. Makes great music, man. It's and on CD. I listen to. It. I mean, I, I heard the singles, and I know yeah. that. Oh, I, I got. It's not for me, but I, I, I got, I got good, Spotify, though. so I, See, I just no, I download the whole thing you from the phone. Oh, you ain't with the time? No, iTunes. No. Yeah, he don't. Oh, okay. I know what that, guys, I'm on the CDs. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. You it, still it, got it, the little it, player it, in your car? Absolutely. Yep. Sure do. Yeah, but then Best Buy just stopped. But Target next. Target next. I'm telling you. Best Buy stopped selling CDs. Yeah, Best Buy don't sell CDs anymore. Yeah, they got they got with the times. Yeah, they got with the times. But I do like CDs though. It is nostalgic. 
I love CDs, man. I still remember my first CD I bought. We already had this conversation. Which one? You, which one you bought? What's your first one? First one, uh, Will Smith, Bit with a style. Oh, getting jiggy with it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Three fifty IS. If you need a lift, who's the kid in the drop? Who else? Will Smith. Yo, oh, I did a whole rap album, <laughs> and I did not curse. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> get the bad boys too. He cussing would up you, the storm. Would, right? Would you do a sketch comedy show? Like, I feel like you do a lot of impersonations. I would, would you, love would to, you man. Produce? I feel like I feel like that's what's next for you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling it. Like, it's like oh, yeah. I feel like you produce your own. I feel like you could do. In a living color, like here in Augusta, oh, but it should be like national scale. I felt like you could do that. Man, I would love to, man. I mean, I came up watching sketch comedy. I grew up on like living color. I used to watch Saturday Night Live. I love all those spoofs, man. Mad TV. I came up on that, man. Make sure you tell Carl keep that same energy when it's time to get a cameraman. All right. There you go. Right, we but got he, it. But he know why I do it though. Yeah, oh yeah, I gotta do it. I need to start tomorrow. Yeah, and then uh, and Carlton to do all the takes. <laughs> And we gotta do it from different angles with the one camera. No, we uh, no. If you do some sketch, we gotta do. We gotta do it different. You got multiple cameras. Ah, okay. No, you yeah. can't. No, that's a lot. Okay. Because because it's not gonna be the same energy. Like if you okay. do like different takes, like your first one's gonna be like oh hilarious. Then you are gonna yeah. be tired by the sixth time. I nah, he's a true comedian. He got he got it. Oh nah, man, he's true man. He's true to it. And then the, the thing about I like recording with Carlton because Carlton has the same expression all the no matter what happens in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Carlton can be uh, filming a sex scene, and he'll be like, there with the camera, right there with the camera. Okay, that was good. Three, two, one. Okay. And he'll stop and look at it. Why you make me sound like I got snot in my nose? Dude, I'm going to tell you, when you were going at that, all I can say, is Carlton have a permanent cold or something I don't know about? Then he'll be like, okay, we're going to do it for this angle right here, okay? This angle right here, okay? Go. <laughs> just, I hate you. No matter, no matter right. how good you are, it's like, whatever. I hate you. Three, two, one. Okay, that was good. Look at it. Okay, now we're gonna do it from this way. You come in from this way, right here. Uh, first of all, I don't. I don't sound like I have snot in my nose. Second of all, I don't sound like I'm from Valley High. Hey, Sweet Valley High. Listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, the question of the day: Does Carlton have a permanent cold? Uh, if, if you think yes, <laughs> share this link and put hashtag hell yes. <laughs> if you think no, <laughs> nobody thinks no. So now <laughs> that's right. Carlton T Clay. This T stand for the cold. Carlton the cold clay. Nah, man, Carl, Carl is a dope brother, man. Dope brother. I'm glad you Very think so talented. now. Thank you. Nah, I, I just had to mess with you a little bit. Because I was really looking forward. I read over that whole black and blue script. Yeah. And it's funny, I read that one front to back. He sent me Brotherhood. I was like, man, it ain't going to happen, man. <laughs> I read I read Brotherhood like... <laughs> it was too many lines in there for you? <laughs> what? It was nah, too many lines? It wasn't too many lines. No, because he didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to happen. I read black and blue all the way through. I'm getting all in the, in character. Yeah, I'm going to be this guy right here. Yeah, I'm ready. Time to be in Walmart. Yeah, I'm about to be in yeah, the new yeah, series, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carton Clay. Yeah, it's my boy. Hey, it's my boy. Y'all check him out. Carton Clay. I'm sorry. Damn, uh, boy. I was like, what? <clears throat> Hey, I asked you um, the, the top five uh, You know All kind of comedians And I told you I was going to ask you this um, Off air uh-huh. So locally What would you say Like who would you think Are the top comedians Around the area Around this area Locally Locally uh, I, would say, the, I don't know if you can give me five I don't know if it's Ten comedians I don't know how many yeah, it is. No, I only uh, know a few Yeah it's, 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 it's not a whole lot of us man It's a lot, it's a lot of people That's uh, that's, that's doing their thing uh, There's a couple of people Still on the open mic level That's grinding Um if I had to give a top five. Well, you can give me a top three if that's be, easy. You know, being a competitive person, I can't see putting any of these people ahead of myself. But uh, we got some grinding. There's some females out there that's grinding real hard, man. Um, 
young lady by the name of Aniko Truesdale. She's grinding hard. Um, comedian Poncier, she does clean comedy. She grinds hard. She gets she very, is hilarious. Yeah, she, she gets is some, like you just you just look at her. She just makes oh yeah. You laugh. She got these facial expressions, Bruh. man. That that's to <laughs> die for, man. And then she really knows her lane. She knows who she is as a comedian. She's not gonna try to go into a nightclub. She's not gonna try to go. Her and her team, they pick great events for her to do. Okay. Um, that's really in her lane. Uh, my girl Portia Renee, she's the truth. She's a grinder. She uh she goes hard. She goes. She used to go by Sunny P. Now she's using a real name. Uh, she matter of fact, she'll be opening up for DC Young Fly, Earthquake, and Michael Blackson in Macon uh, next month. Yeah, yeah. So she she's really she's really going hard doing her thing. Um, um I got to give props to uh, Marcus Hawkins. He uh, he do his thing. Mike on Entertainment. He represents. Um, I got a homeboy that lives, he's from Aiken, but he lives in Columbia by the name of Edward Andreas. He is a beast, absolute beast. You know, he's got the beard game thing going on, so he light-skinned like Chris Brown. He got this long beard. <laughs> he, I mean, he from he got, Philly, you said? No, nah, he's, uh, he's from Aiken, but oh. he lives in, in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, let me see, those are probably, probably the top people in the area. And I'm going to tell you all another cat. Uh, it's a young white guy by the name of Austin Canterbury. Um, he's 21 years old. He goes, uh, I think he's just graduated from Augusta State or goes to Augusta State or Georgia Regents University or Augusta <laughs> University. Or we, whatever we're going to call it, you know. He's looking at my degree up there. Yeah, that we, time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did graduate from you know, college. Shout out to me. No, nah, man, yeah. but Austin, Austin is really, 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 really funny too, man. It's a lot of other, other cats on the scene that's doing their thing. My boy Jay Combs is funny. He's another uh, clean comedian. He don't cuss. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm Uno Nuno, baby. I'm the Dundada. <laughs> the Godfather, you know. I'm the Godfather. You understand what I'm saying? I'm like Lucius Lyon of Augusta Comedy. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, um, nice yeah man, when people, right. yeah, right man, when people, people look at Augusta Comedy, man, they don't look nowhere else but me, man, you know. <laughs> You talking about this comedy thing, Augusta, man. You got to be talking about me, man. You understand what I'm saying? I don't care how many me and Jamal be kissing on and how many bad raps Hakeem do, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, man. I can't find my cookie. Cookie. I can't find my cufflinks. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, let's do this. Let's jump to some music real quick. I want to talk about some TV shows okay. with Cedric, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Fire and Ice.
That was A.E. the Cool. That was Lay Up. Shout out to A.E. who's doing some great things. We have to have oh, her on yeah. the show. As Please do. Get her I like on that. Here. Lay yeah, Up. Come That's on, what A. the grown folks say. Lay Up. Go right there and lay up. <laughs> your mama ain't never told Your grandma may never tell you nothing about making love or having sex. They just said lay up. That's what the country people said. <laughs> lay Up do sound a little clean. Don't go up and lay up. Go right there and lay up now. <laughs> sound good. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a dope definitely. song though. She's a dope artist. Yeah, she's definitely dope. I one yeah. of the dopest around here. Um, so, so Cedric, we're gonna get into some TV talk. But before we Let's do go. into that, for people who um, maybe missed the beginning or whatever, have you, <laughs> the beginning, um, <laughs> beginning. So yes. Cedric is one of the actors on the web series that I produced called Brotherhood. Yes, so Cedric plays Lionel Claiborne. Lionel <laughs> is uh, running for um, governor. Yes, of Georgia. On the show, oh yeah. So, um, so he can't be trusted. <laughs> no, actually, trusted. can't. If you watch it, you, mm-hmm. he kind of got some things going on. He comes yeah. in like he's trying to help, but him and his wife got some things going on. Oh yeah, yeah I see um, through that beard. I see through that beard, man. Oh you know yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, just what's, the, what's what's my wife's name? Tangy. Uh, so Kiara I, Bennett. That's yeah. That's a real shout name. out. That's to her. her character's name. I mean, her real yeah. name. Shout out to Kiara Bennett. She plays my wife. Yeah, I think her, no, her name is Jennifer. The character's name is Jennifer. Yeah, her name yeah. is Jennifer. Yeah. yeah, so tell us about Brotherhood. Oh, man. Brotherhood was actually a, a great opportunity. I was looking to uh, do some stuff, uh, more acting stuff, because uh, up till now, one thing I really done was stage plays, um, and I was very fortunate to do those, but I definitely wanted to get in the web series, because I watched a couple of the web series, uh, Lover's Lane and a couple of other ones, and I, they were dope. So I said I would like to do that, and um, you actually uh, you came through, and um, <laughs> it got me a role, and um, 
you know, it was uh, it was not a, a major role this time around, but, you know, I was just grateful for the opportunity. I had a good time <clears throat> working with um, uh, Reginald, Reginald Freeman, who is an extraordinary actor. Yeah, very, yeah, did, yeah, did work well together. A it, very schizophrenic man. This is this guy here is oh man, Reginald is a, but now nah, he's serious about his stuff. And I look back at all his old commercials too. Reggie, and moving the tape line around, different commercials. <laughs> and he done been uh, he done he done been in accidents before. He done done some other stuff. Real cool brother, man. You, but mentioned, was, you mentioned not getting a big role. Um, have you seen uh, Nick of Time? Nick of Time, yeah. That's my new series. That's a new series. You get, nah, you get a chance. I mean, you can watch it because like it's not real long episodes. I think it's just three episodes right so far. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be like ten minutes a piece, eleven mm-hmm. minutes, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to throw it out there that you know that that guy oh, okay. is a comedian. Yes. Um, why are you being shady? Man? <laughs> no, just, no. And let me tell you why I said it right now. I think you picked a good person today. I like the show. I'm not gonna lie. It's probably my top show right now. I'm gonna be honest with you. Really? Kind of, it be, it I'm be sweet mahogany. Yes. I'm telling you right now. Uh, not say that. I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. I don't know, it's Sweet Mahogany, but, but that this was, one, it's like, cause that I, was as soon as it came on. I'll be wanting more. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, it's not enough. But it's like, this was a good episode, but it's a comedian. Oh. I just want to throw it out there that, you know, the guy's actually a real comedian in real life, too. Oh, really? And so he was looking for a comedian to play a comedian. I just want to throw it out there. Oh, so, wow. Hey, I, it's a good I show, though. My phone, I'm still I didn't get the call. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, I, I, you, yo. I thought your number changed or something like that. No, 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 no. Say the same. First of all, cool. let's uh, let's I'm go saying. ahead and throw it out there. I didn't, I didn't ask that question for that. But anyway, since I didn't want to be shady and petty, yeah, man, baby, you, you ain't gonna have Cedric next week, sir. Um, <laughs> Hoping to have AE. <laughs> we'll see about that. You might yeah. just mess up your chances. Lay up. You might just mess that up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, I I did that because I wanted to do another show in North Carolina, so I was like, "Now yeah. you told me I already know." I should be yeah, like, yeah, yeah he's being messy. Nah, you know that's me. cool, man. Yeah, nah, but, nah, but I, I mean, I was just grateful for the opportunity, man, and, and it, it it came together so beautifully. All the people that were involved that we did scenes with. Um, Reggie had a nice house. I slept on his couch. He has he a did. good he man. Was snoring. I had I to did. wake him up. I said, "Bro, we're filming, it. bro." I love wow. it. Wow. Yeah, man. Hey, bro. I'm, listen, man. I'm 41, man. I mean, I take involuntary naps from time to time. It's not a secret. <laughs> involuntary. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't on purpose. But um, but yeah. What do you think? What do you think is gonna happen next season? Uh, next season, uh, we definitely got a lot of twists and turns uh, in the making. You have a secret every- daughter. Yeah, I do. I do. And um, yeah, that's making it See, making my home life better. Crazy. Yeah, it? only because yeah. I was there for that scene, didn't know what was going on. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that. No, but but no. I actually stayed a little while. I just chilled. You know, I stayed yeah. while they was. I was talking to us. Somebody was filming still. So I'm, yeah. I'm on. The, I see the phone scene. And he kept saying, "Do it over, do it over, do it over, do it over." And I'm like, I mean, it sounds good to me right now. Why he keep saying do it over? But I guess yeah. that's hard. <laughs> but the thing is, now I see why because it, how it all gelled together. It had oh to yeah, be a certain yeah. way. And when I because when, when I was you know on the on the phone, I'm thinking like, man, this looks corny, man. So I'm trying to hang up with a little scowl, <laughs> and then when it came, when I saw it on thing, I was like, "Oh man, that looks just like it was supposed to." Yeah, I got to trust so, your genius. Yeah, yeah we got did a good job, dude. Man, we do, you do. And oh man, my man too. My man was dope too. I think you'll make a great governor, Dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be one of my favorite parts. Hey, yeah, who is that? Cause I, I think I went to school with him. His name is Brandon Fields. Did I? He from here? Yeah, that's from Augusta. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, yo, he looked 
familiar. I know. I, I know. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't hang around him. Like no disrespect to him. I'm just saying. I know. I seen him. Though. No, I <laughs> yeah, know. No, I, I know. Anytime I somebody him. say no disrespect, they have some way disrespected you. Not, not like that. Which is, I seen him somebody. I, it was at school. And yeah. Yeah. He went to Butler too. I think. Yeah. 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 That, he, I remember him from honors day. He won a lot of awards. He 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 danced and he he dressed up one day. Asked him about honor day or something like that. He dressed up like Michael Jackson and something. Got his award. <laughs> yeah, he likes. He loves, and did he so, loves yeah. Jackson. I knew yeah. I wasn't tripping. Man, we did. It. Hey, we did an impromptu. We what was he saying? We were just singing on on the fly. Uh, what is it? Uh, take it. What's his name from Ozzy Brothers? Ron Ozzy. Yeah. yeah, Contagious. <laughs> That's what they were singing. It was a hit. Uh, Mr. Cedric and Brandon was singing Contagious. Oh, I think man, you, I think a... you're not black if you don't know that song word oh, for yeah. word. Like, you should be able to just know it. <laughs> man, we we had a ball in there. He he was really talented though, and he he talked like no, Harry he took Potter. That spit though. Oh yeah, no, that, that was, was that, that was, was real. Wild. And we, was we shot that no. a times. What makes so bad? And Carlton was like, Carlton was like, okay, let's do it again. I was like, oh my god. And then the last time it was like hanging off his face. I was Yo, like, and I used that take. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, that was it. That was it. All right, let's talk about some other shows. Let's just get off VPN for a second. Okay. So, uh, you watch Power. I do watch Power. All right, so what do you think about Power? How do you think it's been going this season? Man, Power far? has uh, officially taken it to a whole new level, man. Um, the twists and turns that they, that they took um, off of uh, Raina's death and the subplots of really what's killing everybody on the show is into something. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the show. Nobody's exempt. Everybody's into something. That's all right. So now we got to see what's going to happen next because, you know, time is in too deep with two sets of people. Then you got the, the angle with, with his dad coming back. Do we, we don't know if he's snitching or not. You know, he ain't a snitch. I don't know, think he's snitching, though. Just, we don't know if he's snitching, but, you know, he could just be trying to set it up to see his wife. I think he's trying to see his wife. I think he's too stand-up for that. I don't think they, they do that in that kind of... In we that, don't in know, that, man, but light. see, though, those lawyers been burned so many times by, you know, by the whole... By Ghost and Tommy and the whole legal team. They desperate, and they, they yeah, trying to find an angle, too. That is true. I, I, just, so, I, I look at his wife dying, so he has to go see her before she dies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's a good way for her for him to do that. Make sure she go without knowing anything about Tommy. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I will say, I know, I know people are they don't like the fact that Power Moon kind of slow being the third third episode. But like, we just made that point about how you didn't you didn't so much like the scene about the the phone call, right? And mm-hmm. I was, I didn't know why he kept making Sal do it over and over. I'm like, okay, yeah. it sounds good the first ten times. <laughs> But then I think about it, and like it, it worked out. So when looking, think about these first two episodes and how slow it might be moving. I don't know if it's supposed to build it to something greater. Carl, oh, you as a writer, I wanted to ask you like, it's definitely gonna build it to something greater. Writing standpoint, I know how you feel from an audience standpoint, but as a writing standpoint, <laughs> like how you feel about that? Like, do you think it is good for building? Because now look at everybody has a kind of even the sub people from the sub people like Drake Underboss that do right, 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 right. He ain't a big catch, but I want to know what's going on with him. Right, you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm, I'm worried from the top, from Ghost to Tate. To Tyreek, to that black dude, I don't, know, I, I don't know his name. I think, from a writing standpoint, I think it's all it's, it's always all about pacing. You always have to, um, you want you don't want to go. It's gonna sound simple, but it's really not. You don't want to go too fast, but you definitely don't want to go too slow. Um, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like anything. Okay, yeah, yeah that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but it's just, but you really, you really, yes, have Carlton. To, Oh, wow. Don't go too fast. Hey, let's let's not do that. Let's, that was that got real weird. I'm, 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 real, I'm, my mama I'm, listens to this. I'm glad I'm done with the chicken, man. I'm telling so, you. Right no, we're not doing that. But no, sis, you really have to. You really have to. You have to because you want to keep the audience engaged. You always that's that's so you don't want to lose audience members because you thinking things are going too too slow or whatever. But I think, like I said, I think the writing is good on point. It's it's, it's always good writing. But to me, I, even as a writer, I still think. 
it's kind of like, all right, we can kind of they can give you something, speed something, just yeah. something like, cause like for me, okay, the first we talked about this, the first episode, I thought it was like kind of womp womp until the gun that they had, they were trying to kill Dre. That part, you know, that that whole thing was good, and then the end was the best part to me when Dre came up on Ghost at the, oh, the, the definitely uh, seen that scene so far. Yeah. That was boss. And then episode two was kind of like, okay, it just it just it just seems real slow moving. Now this episode that came out, it was okay because I asked Cabain. May said power was good, and I was like, is it real good or is it Facebook hype good? And he was like, it's Facebook hype good, and I was real disappointed. I was just being, I'm gonna be honest with you. I told y'all yeah, I was, I'm, I'm spoiling power this year. I already right. told people that. I, I like the setup. I like I like the way it's set up, man. Because you know they mainly focus on before. You know, a couple subplots. But now everybody in the show, you know, before the kids were just the kids. They're the kids. They're going to private school. That's all they have still going missing on. one. But huh? I said they're still missing one kid. I just. Yeah, that one kid. What? What I'm, is going on? I got to call DFAS in New York. They never had this kid. They never had a baby. This kid is never there. This kid has not been there since Raina died. I'm trying to figure out yeah, which kid, yeah, I'm to go which to the kid died. Was it Raina or that? Because I ain't I, seen either hey, one. Much, they must die together. Because that right. baby is never there. Double homie. But that's a good point you make about the the guy that works under Dre because, like I said, he he has a storyline now. It's kind of yeah. like his stuff and is I, developing. I would he, assume that's he, hard he's to getting do involved. as a writer. To make, it, it, to make, it just okay, it, it depends. Is. It depends. Like I said, it depends on your skill set. Yeah. And fifty then suck me in too. Find out. It depends on your skill set. I like depends that. Depends on your skill set. But I my <laughs> of course my favorite scene was French fancy fancy. I said oh, that yeah. Jamie and Fancy is greater than I Jamie and Fancy. That, boy. You just know what I'm talking about. But I'm Fancy. not going to lie. That scene was everything. Oh, Fancy yeah. looked good still. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, she looked better now. Too. I, mean, I like the women. Thick so. too. They were showing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ooh, oh. ooh. <laughs> Go Fancy. I'm not going to lie. The scene wasn't that great. Um, but you I like, think so? I, like, I mean, I, I'm looking from both standpoints. I like her. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like. Oh, he was in the I way. Want, yeah, you know. Oh, you want to edge him out? I want to. Can we get the dude out of there? I mean, man? Yeah, but he he, not, he didn't have some scenes on the show where you like okay. But, you, but I was telling Kendra, I think I think his um, I mean not that y'all don't know this, y'all don't y'all don't pay attention, but like I I used to watch True Blood, right? And you know some people, of course, they just get full <laughs> naked, and then you got someone they still have to do sex scenes, but they got clothes on. I think I'm thinking Omari probably. Was like I'm not doing that no more because I've noticed I know last season he didn't have anything like it was like he was just had on clothes and and then like the fifth like now it's like they kind of shoot it from the front certain angles they show angles now it's not like full or whatever but it's the same thing with fancy what's her real name Garcelle Bouvier thank you fancy fancy and so that's yeah. the same thing with <laughs> her this that was funny though <laughs> like, he really she, knew it too right, yeah. <laughs> but she you know she had on the Bronx I know a lot of people was like what a tit is that but you no, know I'm like, not gonna lie I want I want to. But I'm not saying that because yeah, people listen. I don't know. She showed that caboose though. That caboose was moving. Oh, <laughs> she that. still looked good. I mean, just the face. This part neck up was just. It's always been good for fans. Yeah, it's all yeah. about that contract though. But yeah, I, it I, is. I think. It I think. The episode, I think. Gotta it's, pay to play. I'm not true. I'm not. Um. I'm not as bored now as I, the last season. I was kind of bored. I was just like I was watching. I was just like y'all hyping this up too much. This season I'm kind of like okay. It's, it's hard it's, to it's impress Carl and Clay though. No, it's oh, not. Yeah. It's definitely not. It definitely. I have a lot of great shows that I watch. So I, I I look forward. Name to. three. Name three. Love is this is us, and what's the third oh, one? Oh god! I see. I'm talking about. Damn. Yeah. See I'm talking about. No, that, this, but those, those are two great you, shows. Even the show you like, you don't like no more. You be talking what? about it. The daytime show, the little soap opera thing. So you watch. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. We don't count. Really count that. I'm talking mm-hmm. about like daytime. I'm talking you about like, like Young and the Restless. Yeah, watch, man. Please. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to get a role on Young and the Restless. I'm trying to be part of the black family on there. Wow, I didn't. I'm either. just saying. Listen, if you get, if you get on the soap opera, that's a guaranteed paycheck every day. 
if you do good, like oh. you have a guaranteed job until they, until you die on the show. I mean, but yeah. I was just saying, but if you you have to do good, is Victor yeah. Newman still on there? Victor Newman's definitely still on there. Golly, he's he still like there. he like the J.R. Ewing of uh, causing terror. <laughs> oh man, that dude, yeah, he's <laughs> he didn't that dude didn't died a couple of times, man, and came back. What other shows do you like to watch, Cedric? Me, um, wow, that's a good question. Uh, like most men, I watch Sports Center uh, eighteen times a day. You're never wrong with uh, that. I'm never wrong with that. Yeah, we started up. <laughs> Everything, comedy, drama, all in one. Yeah, all in one, man. Um, so I, I'm a big sports and out. Um, one of my favorite shows is Unsung. I like documentaries oh, and true too. stories. I love mm-hmm. Unsung. I love to see uh, washed up R&B singers come tell their story. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. No, they're not they, all they, washed they are, up. They, they, they open up more and they washed up. Yeah, yeah. No, real. I mean, yeah, they, they have some great stories. No, I, mean, no, I, like, I, like, I like to hear, you know, what they went through to get where they got, you know, and then when they got there, what they did with it because everybody didn't do the right thing with it. You know, most of those groups broke up for nothing. Yeah, Escape crazy. just broke up. Yeah. I'm mad because she's sleeping with Jermaine Dupree and she want to make a solo album. We got to break up. <laughs> she broke up with Jermaine and she never made a solo album. Y'all yeah, broke up. Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Next. Broke up for nothing. Yeah, that was that was a crazy uh, song. Yeah. That was dumb. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, they they threatening each other over money. And guess what they're doing right now? Trying to get they back, back together, touring. They back together, touring now. Yeah. They came through Augusta. Yeah, I don't want a new song for number. I I, I am mad because we could have got another wifey. Not saying that oh, same yeah. song, but yeah, we was something, we was we, we, we owe similar. at least three kind of wifeys, and that, yeah, they could have yeah, they could have yeah, did, yeah, did, did that. But you know, I mean, you know. I just like to see stuff like that. Uh, Unsung upsets me no. sometimes now. I think about it because I'd be upset at the reasons why. And it's like, so we ain't getting no more music because because of that. Because of that, that's yeah. what y'all did. But y'all okay coming together to do a documentary? Right. Man, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they <laughs> give them bread too now. They, they break that bread. Well, R.L. Ben getting bread for about. a minute. Yeah. R.L. was losing. Yeah, I like you know R.L. He was a great songwriter. And I want to bring it back, but I know I know I had a phone call and it messed my my um my video up a little bit. But the uh, the Tracy Morgan y'all was on y'all said that right. Mm-hmm. Do you think it possibly could be how he reacted with just from where he's from? I only said it because I mentioned my mom knowing Jay Z, but her and Prince more live in the same project building, grew mm-hmm. up, and that's 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 their attitude a lot of times. They like, just like rugged, like whatever. Yeah. I mean, I you think, know, because you've seen my mother. I think they caught him on. I, I think they just caught him on what man. I think you know. I think if he had to do all over again, I'm, I'm definitely sure he would react differently. But I mean. You just got to ride a wave of success, it man. Happens, yeah. And take care of it while you got it. You know, the show is great. Everything going good. Be very low-key. I didn't ask you this, but um, when like, when did you decide you wanted to be a comedian? Like, what was it for you? Were you funny as a man, kid? Yes. I, I was always like the life of the party, class clown type. But I never took it to the stage. I really wanted to be an R&B singer. I wanted to be a Gerald Avert. <clears throat> Sex so you can sing? Yeah, I do it all, baby. He can sing. He can sing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh damn! I need validation. Yeah, I'm just gonna lie to you. I'm gonna lie to you on the show, yeah, and then you know, he let you ask Carlton. Carlton can validate. You know what they say at the city don't message you, man. That's, you know, that's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, oh, that's I, it. I, I want to see the city to show you love, man. I know if your voice was poverty stricken or not. You know I know poverty stricken. Yeah, we we sing them ghetto tales. You know. Yeah, we sitting around the trash can, lighting the fire and stuff. Living just enough. For the city, nah, but hey, probably uh, that's my favorite scene in the movie. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, that yeah, that was dope, man. That, that was part. dope. But uh, yeah, I, I was I, I did the singing thing early. I was in a singing group, man, in my early twenties. Next, then that that fell through, and uh, yeah, next, yeah, next time I won't do it no more. <laughs> <laughs> next time I won't do it with them jokers, nah. And uh, that didn't work out. So then I was kind of like jaded. I was like not even doing entertainment at all, man, and um. I was still clowning, and uh, two things happened. Um, I had a friend of mine 
who had a, a stage, he, he had wrote a stage play about his life and he got all his friends, he did it over the Sand Hill Community Center. And I kind of like was in the play and I helped host it too. So like I was kind of like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. So um, we shout out to my man, Henry Mills. So I was in uh, in his play, that kind of gave me some confidence. And then um, I had a friend named Dwayne Poole who was doing promotions. And um, he said, hey man, you know, you're pretty funny. You should just try this, you should try the comedy thing. I'm setting up some comedy shows. So he set up 16 comedy shows. 15 of them didn't happen. Mm. So it got to be like, yeah, man, oh, man, oh, man, the venue fell through. Uh, oh, man, it's a bad date for him. And, you know, he brought up like 20 different comedians' names. So he's like, all right. So then the last one, he said, yeah, man, I got Tyler Craig coming through. This for sure right here. I said, okay. So he's like, yeah, it's uh, January, January 19th, 2008. So I was like, no, 2009, January 17, 2008. I was like, all right, cool. So he kept on with it. They started selling tickets. It was real. Show yeah. happened. So I was an open act. They put me on. I did my time. And, you know, I first got up there, and I, I did the first joke. And because um, I had like a couple minutes I had worked out. I did my first joke. And then I did the second joke. And I said something about this guy this guy had on this ugly brown blazer looking thing. I said, man, you came in looking like a bronze medal, cuz. And everybody bust out. And it was this lady. She had 48 teeth. Because oh. I counted all of them. And she said, <laughs> <laughs> And I could see all her teeth, her crowns. And I seen the ball in the back of her throat. I said, oh, yeah. I got him. This is where I'm supposed to be at. It felt so good I didn't want to come off. They had to like cut my mic off to get me to come off. I just kept telling jokes. Kept telling jokes. And it was like, your time is up. No. <laughs> I just kept going. I know. I know you weren't supposed to do that, but uh, yeah, man, they had to cut my mic off. I came off. I was like, oh my god, that was it. It was through. I was like, that's what I've been looking for all my life. That's what's up. So, what's next for you, Sir Cedric? What is next for me? Uh, I am the regular host of the Jokers Comedy Club at the Private Eye. Um, I am currently. Uh, How I got often a couple. Do I do um, shows there every weekend. Every weekend. Normally, it's every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, there's actually a special engagement on Saturday. Uh, there's a stage play by uh, JoJo Williams. I'm going to be in that, too. Uh, so I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to burn the candle at all ends. Well, uh, I, I know we asked you what you got coming up. I want to ask um, if you do and if, if you don't, you could tell me why or whatever. But a special. You ever think about doing like a special? or? Um, yeah, I think about, I, I actually did a uh, shot a DVD special at the Private Eye. I didn't get it. I didn't get as many cameras as I wanted to. Uh, that was my first time trying it. But we had we packed the house. Uh, it was a great turnout. It was a great show. Uh, I'm looking to do that again in the near future. This time I'm going to have multiple cameras. So you're not putting that and, one out, though? Yeah, I did. I, I got that I, one. I bought yeah. it. Yeah. So how can I, yeah, how can we buy? I mean, oh, hit me up, bro. Oh, okay, hit me up. Hit bro. me up, bro. Got you. Got you. Yeah, bro. I keep it on yeah, deck. I got them on them on the top. Oh, yeah, I ain't playing no game. Oh, you just shopping? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Shopping so me in that joint. Yeah, that's how we. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, put your start. cash app out there too. You know. That's hey. Oh yeah, the cash app is real. The cash app is dollar sign S A S E D D R I C K. The day that's always open. Anytime you want to make a donation, go ahead. Feel free to do so. Even cash app you and just put send me the special. 
Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, do that. Put whatever you want on it, as long as you send some money. We don't care. But oh, so you're not gonna send a special though? No, I'm gonna send it. Yeah, I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it. Uh, we will honor it. We will honor it and make sure it hit the bank account first. Yeah, I, I, mean, I need that. I, I want to. Okay. I want to see yeah, a special. Uh, sure. I, I want to see a special from somebody that I, I get to see. Yeah. And I want to see how it come out. Yeah. But the the, the next time I'm, I'm gonna do it bigger and better. We learned. Uh, we made some mistakes the first time. I definitely want to have multiple cameras, and I definitely want to have. Um, footage coming up into it, uh, you know, like a couple of days before. Yeah. Um, I want to make it a whole experience. Oh, see, like a whole kind of. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. Do that. Make it a whole make experience. Sure you hear Clay, this time. Definitely, definitely. I only say that because I like his work. You know oh yeah, I, lo- so, I love his work too. And it, you're not gonna get somebody. You're not gonna get somebody that's really dedicated to a lot of stuff. Like anything he he kind of put time into, mm-hmm. he dedicated into. It. I only I only know that because how upset he get when it don't work out. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. It's like yeah. You don't you don't get that kind of upset if you're not dedicated to the project. Nah, you, know you don't, saying? man. That's that's true. And so it, if but he you don't get upset, then he he wasn't dedicated. I'm hey, you right but now. you you'd be surprised <laughs> how many people are kind of happy go lucky with it and don't get upset when things don't go right. They don't, you know, are they? Well, oh, we'll get it next time. Nah, man. I need it this, this yeah, time. We need it this time. <laughs> For real. This time and every time is how we need it. But I definitely want to um, do that in the in the near future. Um, and I got a couple stage plays coming up that I'm doing. See, I know this and, is a good uh, guess because um, we got two hours, right? And we still, I, I feel like I still, I feel like it's still a mad question. I just didn't ask. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I couldn't even get to ask. But I, what I wanted to say was, I seen you the first time I really seen you the first first time. Mm-hmm. It was at Laney. It was uh-huh. a boxing event. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna lie. At first, I did not understand why they had a comedian in between the rounds. Mm-hmm. I said, why? Why, did, why, did, why didn't they just have like rap battles? Like I, I thought it'd been like a. But then, like, I came in because it was a VP, VIP area, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I got snuck, I snuck in a VIP area. I don't know how I got in there, but <laughs> the person did put me in there. So I'm in there, and, and it's funny because you was going to every side. So it was one side I don't remember. It was like. Mad white people there. Oh yeah, yeah. So you when you when you did those jokes to kids to them and yeah. they laughed and everything, you know what I'm saying? Oh, they yeah. Talk to us and did our kind of jokes. So I, when you was talking about like gauging the crowd and seeing it, like that's what I meant. I seen that and I was like, dang, he he did everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. he didn't leave nobody out. Old people, young people, everything. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if that was a to you like was it was it a weird night or not because of the event. I. It's like I felt like the first two didn't go hand in hand, but then you made mm-hmm. it kind of go hand in hand. Oh yeah, man! Listen, I don't, I don't, you know, I mean, train wrecks. You know, I mean, the train wrecks I done been involved in as a black comedian. <laughs> you know, I'm used to stuff not going right. And um, shout out to Dub Sap, man. He asked me to do it. Uh, I did one at Glen Hills with him, and one at Laney. And he hit me up, and he was like, "You want to come through and do it?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And um, you know, only thing about it is they put you on stage, and it's kind of like. They put you out there, and it's like people just looking at you, like this right here. It's no real introduction. <laughs> Nobody really yeah. expecting it. You're not like because most of the times uh, when they do a flyer or whatever, they put you on the flyer. Guest appearance by no guest appearance. No, the DJ got the music. The DJ got the music playing too loud. My ears was bleeding. Yeah, I, was I, I, I didn't want to talk about the flaws because I was like, oh my god, I, I was a little upset. Like you and the few the knockout was the only thing that really kept me there. And then yeah. the, the, the mount, the mount for the money was like, okay, you know, whatever. Yeah, but um, yeah, that but, was uh, you put on a good show though. I appreciate me. it, man. Yeah, and, and anytime I do put on the show, man, I want to get people engaged, especially a situation like that because they don't know I'm coming up. They don't know what I'm about to do. They looking. 
to see, you know, Ray Ray and Nuck Nuck box. And, you know, they're not looking That's for That's what it. I was saying. Like, you mentioned yeah. earlier, you was like how sometimes you open an act and people not coming to see you. Right. Yeah. So you got people there that's like, look, I ain't oh, with yeah. the jokes, bro. I, 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 yeah. Even if it's funny, like, look, get yeah. off there. I want to yeah. see the next fight. Yeah. You know some what I'm saying? Some people <laughs> still like that. But, I mean, you know, you can feel the momentum in the crowd when you start to win them over. That's why I work both sides, went back and forth. Uh, there's white people there. There's something catered to white people. Came back to the to the black side. I talked about the match before. So once I started doing that, people was like, oh, okay. All right. Well, hey, you know, I didn't come to see it, but hey, That was my first, first time. And I just want to, um, I made sure I tell Carlton, because I told him, I, I, know, I know I told you, I told Carlton this, though. We was texting one time, because I supposed to get you more in the Masters podcast. I think I got your number at a basketball game that mm-hmm. I went to when they played Josie. And, um... I remember texting you that day, right? And I, you was like, you're going to be with Sal and Carlton later on that, that Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I wake up that morning. I go do Dem Say What. It was a pre-recorded, you know, um, show. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, hey, what a, um, what a, what a, what a do that? He said he was going to be here. You know, I see people, everybody there but you. And they was like, oh, we're not meeting until later on at the at the poetry one y'all was doing, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's the only it – was, it was like, I was supposed to meet you. I, th- I was thinking after that I could just go interview here, you know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. And then it just didn't happen. I was like, okay, well, he's gonna be busy. You know what I'm saying? Doing his damn third. So <laughs> that's a busy day for everybody. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so. it definitely yeah. was. Um, oh man, that was really nice. Matter of fact, we're doing it again, doing August fourth. August fourth. Yeah. Y'all come out encore presentation. Encore. So uh, speaking of, Cedric just found out today that he was nominated for an award. We're gonna end with that. I have nothing. Uh, I'm gonna be positive. We're not gonna do any hotness today. I'm not gonna be doing wow. hot. So hey, see. Look, so, look at that good energy you brought around. He ain't so, hot about nothing today. That's good. I just thought I wasn't. I just thought I wasn't. Nah, nah, you're not. You're not. You're not. Mellowed out. Oh, it's something now. It's something. No, now. It's, trust me. Carl's I had like in. two things when I was driving up here. I told you about one of them outside. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're not yeah. going to yeah. put that on blast. 1500? 1500. 1500. Um, anyway, so uh, moving on. <laughs> 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 he was, uh, said has been nominated for the hottest male comedian. This is ATL's hottest. They have an awards every year. This is the 10th annual. This oh, year, wow. so this is big. This is ten. So Cedric has been nominated for hottest comedian male. So congratulations, Cedric. Thank you, man. Congrats, Thank you. congrats. Um, we yes. also have some more people that we know that's on there. Um, oh yeah, Courtney Gray. He plays on a lot of VPN stuff. He's on Brotherhood. He's been nominated for best act, hottest actor, and Kelvin Rowe also was nominated for hottest actor as well. He's on. Oh Brotherhood man, too. yeah, he's dope too, man. Um, shout out to my homegirl Cortisha Baker. She's nominated for hottest author. Shout out to Jessica uh, Lark. She's nominated for hottest female model. For those of you who don't know, Jessica is on Sweet Mahogany and on Lover's Lane and on Bondage. She's probably going to win. So, mm. uh, shout out to our girl, Sa Jules. Yeah, Sa! Nominated right, for Sa. hottest spoken word artist. Um, and then, I'm excited about this because uh, this is this is near and dear to my heart. My magazine, VPN Mag, is nominated for hottest magazine. So, don't that's talk about, that's what I'm yes. talking about. And then I got two more nominations: hottest playwright and hottest TV film production. So congratulations, yes, man! Both of those mine too. Don't try, don't try to speed up and say I got two yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get the latest edition of VPN um, Mag right yeah, now. Yeah, please go give please give VPN Mag yes. new issues out right now. Issue three, we're officially Janique Bennett in she the plastic bag. What? In the plastic bag? No, no, you don't get a plastic bag. Um, well, it's not. Uh-huh. Not in the plastic. Not anymore. Oh. Yeah, that's oh. Monster in the plastic, bro. Sorry, oh. yeah. That was just the first that was just the first one. Um but yeah, Janique Bennett, she's our feature, our cover. She was on she's a star Beautifully Insecure that's national dis- um distribution in Walmart. Caught that in Walmart. And she is also she was also on Hunger Games, uh Mocking J Part One. So she talks about all that in the interview. 
You got some great articles in there. Terrific. So so definitely get it. Five dollars for digital, ten dollars for physical. V, the VPNTV.com. Back to the voting note real quick. I didn't give you all the website. Go to ATLHottest.com. You can go vote for us. The vote here's the thing though. The voting lasts until October second. That's a long time. A long, so I mean every episode you gotta say it. Every episode called Every day That's a long time Y'all just just vote And yeah Basically this voting How this works is They're they're voting for the top 10 So if you make it past this round Then you go to the next voting phase That's kind of wild I know That's what I'm saying That's why I was like October 2nd That's really a long time Do you get something for like Just getting nominated Like you get a certificate For nomination Jesus Christ Nope You have to win that's a it's long my, wait, man. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So, but y'all just y'all. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited that more Augusta people got nominated this year. I think that's real yeah. dope. Again, it's all about you dominating your city, but at the same time making your name known outside the city as well, and not Definitely. allowing this to be the yeah. end all to be all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. So. You know, a lot, a lot of those people come here and perform. Yeah. A lot of those people, a lot of comedians, they dying to get out of Atlanta, man. They want to come through here. And as I met a lot of my comedian friends, they came through Augusta. We put it on Smash. Just gotta work, man. Got to man. That's the work. Work. All right, we got like forty seconds. We got anything Are we, you want to uh, say? Really? Uh, yeah. Follow me on social media, man. Uh, anything that says Cedric, S A S E D D R I C K. That's me. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, what I forgot. You want to snap it? Snapchat. Yeah, I'm on Snapchat. Um, everything. Just hit me up, man. Thank y'all. Yeah, thank you, man, for rolling through on uh, Fire and Ice. I was about to say something. Lightning. Else. Yeah, Fire and Ice and Lightning. Yeah, lightning. Man. Yeah. <laughs> good show, good show. All right, Cacao. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Fire and Ice and Lightning today. And That's we it. will see y'all next week. Y'all be blessed. All right. Peace. Yeah.